were better well than we were five minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> Constantly improving. This show. Uh, that's you know, we try working our way up the ladder of success. Like contrary to popular opinion, we put a lot of effort. Okay. Contrary to popular opinion, we put some effort into this show. Contrary to popular opinion, someone puts effort somewhere. Into this show. Into this show. True. Yeah, as well as other places. Well, okay. Some Sometimes it's the wrong place. And now for our number two story. <laughs> no bonus hole no, for no, Free oh, Talk okay. Live. Nope. <laughs> no drilling the third hole on this show. It is Free Talk Live. I'm so... I guess, in love with oh no, no I guess okay. discombobulated is the oh uh, I'm not combobulated, not, not combobulated. At, at all okay. like uh, what's going on Captain I I just you know I I had a bit of a headache and so I laid down to take a nap and then I woke up late and then I'm all in a rush to try and get down to the because we had a dinner thing you were oh there yeah and, it was a big you know, dinner thing and a lot of people showed up of course because well it's the 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 eve before sentencing part two the turnout was so good there was no service. Yeah, no, the service, uh, we overwhelmed those people. Right. Almost on a weekly basis. Right. Uh, and there was one week, I don't know, three, four weeks ago where, like, they just closed. Yeah. Like, was, they're yeah. supposed to be open on Sundays, and their hours posted on their door says, you know, hey, we're open Sunday until, I don't know, 10 or 11 p.m. or something like but that. But they said, no, we need a break from these people, but they, so they like, closed. I, I don't know if it was us specifically or they had something else going on, but we were all, you know, normally going to go meet there yeah. like like we do. And, like, no, it was just closed, lights off, door yeah. locked. There was a note, sorry, we closed today. Didn't, you know. No explanation, you know, not like, oh, there's a death in the family. Like, sometimes people will post these things. They didn't have anything on their website or their social media that says, hey, we're closed today, which you would think that's the first thing you'd do as opposed to printing out a piece of paper and taping it to your front door. And I drive a long way to come to that meetup. You do. Right. So today, like, when I woke up to get ready to come this way, like, I'm just going to call just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Before I make that journey an hour earlier than I need to. Oh, you called them. Yeah. Oh, I see. You had mentioned that in a message to me, and yeah. I thought you meant you were going to call me. And no, like, no, no. Okay. I I called them. I called the restaurant. So, like, are you open? Yeah. Do you plan on staying open until the posted closing time? Right. Nice. And I got a confirmation, and I let everyone else, you know, in the group know that to be that they that you could expect to be there, and unless they were lying to me, yeah, you know, they, they they would be open. Fantastic turnout. But I'm, um, again, I'm also used to being like served table side, like a normal sit down restaurant. And I get there and there's just a line at the counter of people ordering. I'm like, well, I like better, 30 people. Yeah, oh, yeah, I better get yeah. in line now. Yeah. So I'm not going to be able to eat before the well, show Well, and I starts. was confused too because like I got there and there was a line at the counter, but then there was also somebody at the first long table uh, taking everybody's order. And I tried to tap around the shoulder and be like, hey, can I get in on this ordering thing? And, like, she just turned around and walked away. Nope. Like, didn't even None acknowledge my tap on the shoulder. Didn't even look that direction. You know, normally, yeah. like, if you're trying to mess with somebody, you tap on the shoulder. That, That's what side I did to the captain on. when I walked in. He you totally did. didn't fall for it. I totally didn't. I, knew, I was like, that's Because he always be does that, rich. so he knows that trick. <laughs> well, I've probably only done it once before. Jeez. I think you've done it more than once, but at okay. the no, same Captain time, always does that. Oh, at the okay. same he's time, done that to I, me like yeah. ten times, okay. and I always fall for it every time. Okay, Has I'm gonna get Nikki times? then. I'm probably, maybe more. I'm switching targets then. If I see Nikki, because <laughs> you know, absolutely, I, I will tell you right now, I will fall for it. Oh my god! And I will never learn. <laughs> All right, so the show is called Free Talk Live. In case you're wondering what the heck you're listening to, tis. The telephone number, if you would like to call us and join on tonight's program, we are a live radio call-in program. 
The phone number, 603-283-6160. I see abnormally blinking lights on the phone. Are yeah, we operational? No, we are, but okay. like, there's a thing. There's okay. a gremlin in the system. Just making sure that they can get through. I mean, we'll see. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Carry on. I, I know how to, I, well, I'm not even going to brag. We don't have to do tech support over the phone. No. Or the air. Uh, again, 603-283-6160. If you'd like to join us in the studio tonight, it is myself, the, oh man, like I told you, I'm discombobulated. I got to remember this. The Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Sounds right. And? Nikki. And Richie Rich, who I'm now self-describing myself uh, as an evolutionary capitalist. And what does that mean? I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. So you remember there's a certain caller that describes himself as this? Um, I try not to. Okay. So uh, there was a claim made that because he's the only, that he was our, our favorite. Right. And, and Richard well, Rich was like, we can't stand for that. Yeah. So he's now self-identifying as an evolutionary capitalist. So Richie Rich can now be our favorite evolutionary capitalist. You're welcome. Thank you for your service. No, no problem. T-Y-F-Y-S. That's right. Uh, Captain's Log, start date 1001-2023. Okay. 1001? Yeah, 1001. October 1st. Wow, it's October. Rocktober. Thank you for the correction. Yeah, that's Rocktober to you. (laughs) If you're going to correct me earlier, I'm going to correct you publicly, man. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Uh, You put the R in Rocktober? Is that a pickup line? No. Oh. If it is, it's a poor one. Okay. There's <laughs> like very little imagination. It only has to work one. on one, man. Yeah. All right. That's true. One at a time. There you go. <laughs> the three M's. We're not doing that on the air. No. Okay. okay. All right. Anyways. <laughs> we have many things to talk about. Uh, today is uh, a really interesting day. Terrible anniversary. It, it, yeah, this is today. Ross Ulbricht begins his eleventh year in prison for not any crime. Boo! Here's a quote from him from uh, apparently today. One year for uh, that's Ross Ulbricht. For those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, Ross. Ulbricht. Dread Pirate Roberts of the Silk Road. FreeRoss.org is where you want to go to learn about this gentleman uh, who has been, uh, in my opinion, uh, politically imprisoned. Yep, absolutely. Yep. For starting a website. Yep. Anyway, Ross's quote uh, via Twitter. Uh, so Ross is able to send messages to like a family member, and then a family member has control over his Twitter account and just posts his messages vicariously. So we're assuming this is a direct quote from Ross based on our knowledge of that fact. One year for each finger on both hands. Today ends a full decade in prison. I sometimes fear I'll spend the rest of my life behind concrete walls and locked doors. But I have no one else to blame. It's my poor choices that led me here. All I can do now is pray for mercy. Oh, see, they've turned him. He now thinks he did something wrong. Well, so the thing is about prisoners, 
there are things that you you know can perhaps should do to curry favor with your captors mm-hmm. so that you may have some glimpse of of a release an early release uh, what they call good behavior these okay. types of a thing so i fully anticipate ross to say things like this but i also disagree with his sentiment yeah. as it's written here this is this is also why i tend to lean towards not peace right because i would trade all the lives of all the bureaucrats for one ross elbright yeah i i agree with that honestly and so if that trade were able, I mean, I know many we, people who would like could the, make um, that trade. You know, yeah. the Avengers. I would end them all. How the dude snaps his finger. Right. Yeah. If we could, like, if I could do it that way, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not gonna like, per se, go to war over it. Like, I'm not gonna become a soldier. Um. But yeah, if I could just Thanos all these bureaucrats and free Ross, absolutely. In a heartbeat. The website freeross.org has. Uh, multiple quotes from people. What purpose does it serve? And as it changes, uh, should Ross Ulbricht's unduly harsh sentence be left to stand, it would be harmful to both our legal system and the trust that the public places in our courts. That's Gary Johnson, former governor of New Mexico. And, um, you know, just for, for context, his sentence is two life sentences for creating a website. People have murdered someone. For less than that. And, yep. and gotten sentenced to less than that is what I mean. Yeah. What purpose does it serve to still keep Ross incarcerated? He's an example of our broken criminal justice system. Let this man go. He's done enough time. That's Alice Marie Johnson, a criminal justice reform advocate and author. He's done two, 10 years more than he ever should have. Oh, yeah. If this is the start of his 11th year, he's completed 10. Right. That's 10 too many. An entire book could be written on Ross Ulbricht's takedown. Most articles about his case present false or misleading information. Jesse Ventura, former governor of Minnesota. So uh, the man has uh, an incredible base of support. The Silk Road and the trial of Ross Ulbricht involve many important and complex issues that impact the life of Mr. Ulbricht and us all. Keanu Reeves, actor. Um... Yeah, 3,653 days in prison, according to freeross.org. First-time offender, so he had never been in trouble with the law at any level, near as I could tell, much less a, a federal level. Sure got a speedy ticket somewhere along the line. I, I mean, I Maybe don't even know. Maybe not even. I don't right. even know, right? Uh, but uh, everything, all of the charges were all nonviolent mm-hmm. that he faced. Yep. And but they did bring up like murder for hire. Well, yeah, that but extortion. that's not has but, nothing to do with him, as far as I'm concerned. Right. What well, other people do, and they had no evidence to support those claims either. Like, but that's like saying, okay, yeah. well, who who invented the internet? Because they should be, you know, imprisoned for, you know, I'm sure a bunch of illegal stuff has happened on the internet. Well, so, yeah. like, that's like saying that, you know, yeah. or Facebook. Yeah. I people get scammed on Facebook all the time. I'm sure, like, there are pedophiles using Facebook, yeah. whatever. But Zuckerberg ain't so, in jail. Yeah, are we going right. to imprison him? I mean, perhaps we should, but like, I, you know, if all things were fair, we wouldn't see stuff like Ross Ulbricht. We wouldn't see stuff like Ian Freeman in the Crypto Six. Mm-hmm. Yep, we wouldn't see stuff like. Uh, any of these things. I mean, we talk Irwin about Schiff, Larkin Rose off the top of my head. 
Yeah. We, we talk about so many of these things here on Free Talk Live that uh, from time to time, like they come back up and I'm like, didn't we talk about that? And it's like, no, this is a new one. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. And they, you know, of course, uh, when change doesn't happen, uh, you continue to see the same uh, violations of, of human consent, uh, specifically by the state, because change has not happened. Uh, okay, Nikki, so again, you, oh, go ahead. No, uh, I was going to say you mentioned two life sentences, forty yep. plus forty years. So, so two life sentences I don't, plus forty how, years. How does that even make sense? Yeah how how long is a life sentence? Like to me, it sounds like Until two you lifetime. Die? Right? Well, that's and that's why the so multiple, how can you do it twice? So and and there's a reason for it when it comes to like Good qualifying time. for parole and stuff like, like that. Like, um, I I can't explain exactly how it works, but there is a reason why they will give people multiple life sentences for certain things. But I think every single person in the world, I would think, could agree that that is completely unwarranted. Double in life this situation. Double life sentence plus forty years. So again, without uh, parole. So I'll bring this up again, yeah. right? The the inside the system people, right? The people who are seeking change through political means, have been petitioning politicians for a decade yep. to give Ross a pardon or clemency yep. or whatever, right? And in fact, there's a place, unsuccessfully. There's a place where you can uh, add to the petition at freeross.org. Fine, do it, right? spend whatever energy you want to but they've been doing it for a decade yep. they've got celebrities who knows what's going on they've reached out to you know gary johnson's a, you know a, a yeah. lower level politician who knows what's going on right and and the political solution has not been successful and doesn't appear like it's going to be successful in the near future it rarely is it rarely is didn't vivek say that he was going to pardon ross uh, you going to vote for Ramaswamy? No, I'm not going to vote for well, anybody. Okay. <laughs> I was just saying, uh, I think uh, I, I mean, think that it, was said, part of his uh, political bureaucrat promises, as they do. Okay. Well, they they all make a lot of promises, and we'll see yeah. if they live up to it. You know who I, I, I want believe. penalties for broken promises. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't really like that guy, but if I were to see any president given the options, it would probably be him. Like, that would probably be my choice. I'm not going to go out of my way to vote for the guy because I don't really vote. But. You, know, you know who I would believe? Who? It's like some like gang members or maybe even like outlaw bikers. Like if, if either of these two organizations were like, we're going to free Ross. <laughs> I would yeah. believe yeah. them, right? They'd stage a breakout, right? You know, this kind of a thing, right? Yeah. And it'd you be know. all over the news. And, and an it, underground railroad to some non-extradition country. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, that That would be more effective than the political means. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By some, by some politician going, I'll free Ross if you elect me. Yeah. Like, okay. Sure. But how do we know you're going to actually do that? Because, well, you wouldn't be the first politician to say some crap and then not do it when you got elected. In fact, that's generally what happens. Most politicians say a bunch of crap that they don't do once they get elected. And everyone is so, I don't want to generalize and say everyone, but the majority of the population is so dumb and delirious that they don't even realize that the people they voted for and the people they still worship and love, these presidents and other bureaucrats, they don't even notice when they don't keep their promises. Yeah. Well, they, like, blame oh, it, they blame it on somebody else. Oh, 
was the Republicans. He wanted to get stuff done, but the House and the Senate wouldn't let him. It was the Democrats. Oh, his hands were tied behind his back because... He got blah, new blah, information blah, 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 when so, he got elected. And, right. e- and even if that was the case, let's give uh, whatever, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, whatever. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they did try to uphold all of their campaign promises. And it was the Democrats, the Republicans, the House, the Senate, whatever. That, doesn't that just prove that the political system doesn't work? Right. Yes. So at the very least, even if these people had good intentions, they were trying to uphold their you know their campaign promises. If it doesn't work and it hasn't worked in like 200 years, well, duh, maybe we should stop doing that. Like, Try something different. Yeah. Let's just keep banging our head against the wall and voting for these idiots. Cool. Yeah. What, what do they call it? insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, with the same result. Yeah. Expecting, expecting different the same results. result. Yeah. If you want something different, you got to do something different than what you've been doing. Yeah. Uh, and all this, of course, is not lost on the eve of today of mm-hmm. uh ian freeman's sentencing part two part which two. i i don't even know i don't know enough about court procedure and that kind of thing but i gotta think that like it's not often that a sentencing hearing is split into i don't two. think so i mean i was surprised like well I, new information have come to light dude right restitutions have not been decided well, like it, it was just I don't know, man. To me, it feels like a stalling tactic. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, Isn't that like the entire court system? Well. The whole thing is just, oh, we're just going to push it back. We're just gonna, I, you know, one side or the other, the the prosecution or the defense, they both use this tactic of, you know, dragging things out. The and, irony is I had an attorney once who said, like, you want to drag it out as long as possible. That, yeah, that's what they say. Okay. The, the further you get from the incident, the more likely you have of not being penalized for it. Or something to that it effect. It depends. I, and I, I, that all obviously all depends. This was from an attorney. Yeah. I don't. I did not get the rationale. We did not speak in depth yeah. on the topic. But he's like, yeah, because I guess. In, I think know, in general, yeah. In, the, that in might a be low true. level case, right? If yeah. you can, if you can waste a year, right? That cop's gonna have no recollection of what really happened. Well, just for example, for in Arya's case, if she were to postpone her sentencing, that would give the prosecution time to use or no it would give the defense time to analyze the the Ian's yeah well Ian's trial so they could use that so essentially if she postponed it it's like would she have gotten more time we don't know right but for them to be able to use that maybe wouldn't have been better for her so I, I would just that was the first thing that popped to my mind in that case dragging it out any longer yeah. yeah, maybe we don't know this obviously, but maybe would not have been to her benefit. Like I mean, I said, it's advice from it's advice from an attorney. He's part of the system, so yeah. who knows what those yeah. bugs are? But, but he's a defense does, attorney. Based on what I've seen in general, it does seem like that tends to be true. Drag it out long enough, and then they're like, eh, whatever. I have personal uh, desires for uh, Mr. Freeman's case to be uh, drug out as long as possible. Uh, the idea being that. Uh, as far as the show operations are concerned, we have a couple of wizards. Yep. And, uh, you know, we've prepared for a period of time for neither of them to be available, but it would behoove us as a show to be closer to having one of them available than not mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing. So the longer Ian's drags out, the closer we get to Arya getting out and the show operations can remain rather static. Sweet. Uh, you know, is the hope. So we'll see what happens. I... I don't. I would not be surprised if we go tomorrow 
and something similar happens. Where they're like, oh, oh, nope, we gotta, we gotta yeah. do a thing. We That's didn't do a I... thing. We gotta do another thing. And so the things that we're doing today, we can only do this much. And now we gotta continue it. That's kind of how I feel. Like, I. Or, Regardless, you should, you know, people should still show up to yep, support I, absolutely I, if they can. And I think there's some sort of protest or you know some sort of yeah. There's a thing um, planned. A thing. Uh, Dave Ridley of the Ridley Report. Uh, has uh, organized uh, loosely a, a protest to happen before. So the actual sentencing is at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. at uh, Concord. The uh, What is it? What's the address? 55 Pleasant Street in Concord. <laughs> Wasn't there you like can a tell si- I've been there a few times. Yeah. <laughs> there was a sign-making event earlier today. I there thought was. I read about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right on the porch, yeah, I guess. F- folks, right, whatever. <laughs> folks were at, at the Free Talk Live studio making protest yeah. signs. Um of course, there will be media there again. Uh, one of the reasons that I that I feel like the the split of the sentencing hearing into two happened, uh, even though they they won't admit this, uh, their reasons are, oh, the the court made a error in pro- procedure, and so we got to stop here, go back, or do with that, whatever. I think it's because of the media attention. Yep, uh, there were uh, let's see, uh, NBC was there, NBC Boston. Uh, there were two documentaries. There was WMUR was there, uh, and this is just for the last hearing. Uh, and so all these same entities are expected to show up again tomorrow. Yep. Uh, the amount of people who showed up in support of Ian uh, last time was incredible. Uh, it would warm my heart if we could top that this time and and show them that oh your stall tactic actually backfired. We yeah. got more media. We got more people there, uh, you know, protesting. We packed the courtroom. We packed the overflow room. You know, the, these things would warm my heart greatly. In a lot of the preliminary hearings, we gave this particular judge a lot of credit for what seemed to be reason and rationality and how he was handling certain aspects of the other trials. Yeah. And so with with the amount of letters that poured in, Right. Hopefully, he's going to be able to use some of his discretion. And I realize that the jury got it wrong. Yeah. Right. Because he heard he heard all the evidence. He did. He knows what was proven and what was not. proven. And he even chucked out a couple of the charges or whatever. So, so. fingers crossed. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. How do you feel about Ross Ulbricht still being in prison? Give us a call. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. More free talk live is coming up. This hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash, digital cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. In addition to being one of the world's first cryptocurrencies, Dash was the first crypto project to have a decentralized autonomous organization that to this day continues to improve and promote Dash. Every month, 10% of the mining rewards go into a treasury. Anyone with one Dash to spend can put forward a proposal to the Dash masternodes. The masternodes vet the proposals and decide which ones move forward and are funded by that treasury. Nowadays, DAOs are plentiful, but Dash paved the way by doing it first nearly a decade ago. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya Protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash Dash.org.
And we're back. Yes, it is Free Talk Live. The telephone number, if you would like to join us, 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's... Richie Rich. Nikki. And I am your host in the first chair, the Reverend Captain Kickass. We've been talking about Ross Ulbricht, who, as of today, begins his 11th year in prison for creating, well, Ross Ulbricht is condemned to die in prison for creating an anonymous e-commerce website called Silk Road. An entrepreneur passionate about free markets and privacy, he was 26 when he made the site. He was never prosecuted for causing harm. Probably saved lives. Or bodily injury. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Ross Ulbricht, the Silk Road did more to uh, prevent violence happening in narcotics interactions than any government agency has ever done. That's right. A 26-year-old man built a website that had more effect on making safe transactions when it comes to narcotics than any government agency has ever done. And all of them combined. He's done more than all of them combined. At any rate, an entrepreneur passionate about free markets and privacy. He was 26 when he made the site. He was never prosecuted for causing harm or bodily injury. And no victims were named at his trial. Double life sentence plus 40 years. No harm, no victim, no crime. So. American justice. Yeah. Just us. If you're not part of them. And you can't even call it a racial thing because he's a white dude. Users of Silk Road chose to exchange a variety of goods, both legal and illegal, including drugs. Voluntarily. Most most commonly small amounts of cannabis. Prohibited was anything involuntary that could harm a third party. Ross was not convicted of selling drugs or illegal items himself, but he was held responsible for what others sold on the site. Yep. Do, you, do you see eBay being held responsible for, you know, I don't know, Chinese knockoffs or whatever, right? No. Right? Do you see uh, Facebook Marketplace being held responsible for when, somebody, for when somebody, like, sells a lemon car or something? Mm-hmm. Right? No. You don't see any of that. But for some reason, for some reason, the state decided that they were going to hold Ross Ulbricht responsible for what people sold on a website. eBay and Facebook are on the legitimate web Ross Ulbricht operated on the dark net, and we all know that anything that happens on the dark net is inherently illegal and bad for society, and so this is the result. The biggest point of contention for me is Ross was and continues to be smeared with false, unprosecuted allegations of planning murder for hire that much of the media amplified through inaccurate and sensationalized reporting. Not to mention the movie they made about it where they were like, basically they were, uh, at the end, uh, they showed him hitting like enter, you know, and he had put out, yes, I would like to purchase a murder, please. He typed out in like a chat room or whatever. And then he sat there and thought about it for a minute. And then he hit enter, according to the movie, right? Which never happened. Based on a true story, but not the actual true story. Right. And so we get to see an illustration of how the state uses media to ruin 
a person's life. Yeah, absolutely. Based on reputation alone. None of the things they put forward were true, but they're commonly accepted because they were said yeah. on television. They were mm-hmm. said on radio. They were said in the news. Why would the news lie to me about Ross Ulbricht? When we see that so much, too. I mean, there's so many people who they take the news and stuff they see in articles and Facebook as like the God's honest truth. These allegations were never charged at trial, never proven, never submitted to or ruled on by a jury. uh, And eventually they were dismissed with prejudice. But that doesn't stop the media from circulating these things. You know, the the rumor mill. Ross consistently denied the allegations which relied on anonymous online chats, never proven to have been authored by him, and those who know him never believed them. What a terrible jury. Yeah, the only alleged victim ever identified Curtis Green is a fervent supporter of Ross's clemency. So they I mean if that doesn't say it all right there. Yeah. That's really all you need to know. Uh Here's a man who built a website. He's in prison for the rest of his life. Uh, we are on the eve of Mr. Freeman receiving sentencing for selling Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. you can definitely see a lot of overlap here between these oh, two yeah. cases. Absolutely. Where they, you know, like the murder for hire thing, right? Like they pick that one thing that sounds bad, right? Yep. So at the end, they were like, yeah, the scammers, the little old ladies. Yeah. Even though it doesn't really have I, I wouldn't say anything, but it doesn't have as much to do with the actual charges. Right. Right? Like he wasn't being charged for being a scammer, right? right. Not that I was aware no, of. He was not. But for some reason the entire case was about yeah. you know his involvement in these scams. So it's like, okay, but that's and the same thing with Ross. Right? It's like the murder for hire, the murder for hire. I'm sorry, did he did Ross Albrecht hire somebody to murder somebody? No. Nope. There's no evidence of it. So why why was that such a big thing in the case and such a big thing that the media is circulating? It's called, because that's how you justify the sentence. Right. It's called demonization. Yeah. Right. This is what the media is very, very good at. Uh, we talk a lot about in a, uh, uh, a stateless society reputation, right, being sort of you know, important in your interactions with people. You know, how is your reputation? Do you, are you known for keeping your word? Do you make deals and stick to them? And, you know, do you follow arbitration when it's not, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, there, these are people, both Ross Ulbricht and Ian Freeman, who have what I would consider stellar reputations. Absolutely. And so the only way that the state can combat that is by, demonizing the reputation by pulling something uh, that uh, has literally no bearing on the case whatsoever to pull at the heartstrings of the general public. But the state has a bigger mouthpiece, so they get away with it. They do. Do you know what that's called? Lying. Oh, yeah. That's lying. Sure is. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what's happening. Yep. Yeah. With the, with the Lies, deceit. With the Ian Freeman sentencing, if they, depending on how they go with the years... Right, it's not going to be on any sort of fraud or victimhood. It's going to be on the heartstrings of the little old ladies that lost their life savings buying yeah. buying Bitcoin for the actual scammer. It's funny because uh, there used to be scams where uh, people would try and make you feel bad for things like little old ladies or children. 
Yep. Right. In order to get you mm-hmm. to give up money. But then they realize that the little old ladies have more money than you know we do. So because <laughs> they've been stashing it away for decades. And so yeah. and so now the state, combined with the media, is using ye old little old ladies, quote unquote, uh, to railroad a man. Right. They yep. the they have. I, I don't. If the statements read by the the three little old ladies that they trotted out at sentencing part one, uh, if they're true, uh, the prosecution, that is the government, has done a great job of convincing these little old ladies uh, that Ian was the romance scammer. Well, they're easily manipulable. That's why they got scammed in the first place. Now, there's zero. It's not that hard to continue that line. There's zero evidence in fact, the claim wasn't even made, and in fact, the prosecution even admitted that, no, no, Ian Freeman is not the romance scammer. He was only providing a service that helped facilitate these scams uh, financially, right? So the scammers would scam the little ladies out of their money. The little ladies would send their money in, and then Ian would send the little ladies some Bitcoin, who would then transfer that over to the scammer. Just like a wire transfer from a bank or a Western Union well, money order going across overseas. I, I also or you walk think, across the street to the ATM and pull yeah. out some cash. Whatever but it is. I also think it's valuable to point out here that in order for that whole thing to happen, they these little old ladies, these innocent little old ladies, right, went out of their way to lie. They had to lie to Ian yes. in order to facilitate this. Right. So it kind of sounds like he was the one being deceived and misled he was? in this case. Absolutely. That's exactly so, what happened. But since he's not a, a little old lady and, or and, whatever. And he went out of his way. He did more. He's not a sympath- sympathetic defendant. Right. But like he did he did more to uh, collect data and identify his customers than any KYC regulation does. Yep. Right. And so for them to say that, you know, uh, he was in on it is far-fetched. All of the evidence, in fact, that the prosecution has presented uh, was collected and maintained uh, by (laughs) Ian Freeman. He kept records of his transactions. He kept, uh, you know, pictures of everyone holding up a sign that said, I, state your name, uh, hereby voluntarily uh, engage in this transaction. I don't. I'm paraphrasing, right? Whatever but, it said. But, but each of them held up a sign giving consent, consent to the transaction. And this is where the government is failing in this particular case, is Mr. Freeman never violated consent. And that's the basis of, I mean... A just society? Uh, of, a peaceful society? If, if you look at religions... You look at cultures, even tribal cultures, right? Non-technologically, uh, like you know the the tribal the tribes that still exist in like okay. Africa somewhere, that kind of yeah, stuff. Like primitive, tribe. primitive yeah. cultures, yeah. 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 And then you look at all of the modern, uh, we'll call them states, even right governments. Uh, they all base their systems literally on consent. Has it been violated or not? Now we know that states get away from that, particularly the United States, as they have. Any right. government, for that matter. But but that is sort of the basis of society, the basis of all law. It's all, everyone, the common thread amongst all human cultures is recognition that uh, if consent is violated, it's wrong. Okay. I don't know if I agree with that completely, because there's a lot of violent cultures and 
that sure. have existed through the history of time. Sure, but even the violent cultures still recognize that, you know, if you just come over and, like, you know, chop a guy's head off, you're wrong, right, for, like, no reason, right? Maybe. Uh, you violated consent, right? Uh, if you, uh, uh, you know, I, even the tribes would, like, they would, I think the, the Native Americans referred to it as taking a wife. Okay. Right, which it kind of sounds yeah. rapey. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, he, okay. I don't. I don't have like a history background, but the Native American tribes were like violent amongst each other. They did war against uh, each right. other. They did. It's true. And there's been, you know, barbarians and invaders and Vikings and all those other. Sure. We're just gonna. Well, and then you look at the United States, right? The largest empire the planet has ever known. It's I get killing it. people on a daily basis, I'm, but their system is still based on consent. I think they try to convince people that it's based on consent, but it's the evidence is to the contrary. Okay. So at any rate, Mr. Freeman did not violate anyone's consent. That much is true. In our world, right, in, in our system of justice, uh, he did nothing wrong and went out of his way to do better than was the minimum required. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. in fact, went out of his way to make sure that he was operating within what he thought the guidelines to be legally. Yeah. Right? He sought legal opinion on what he was doing. Uh, he sought counsel on, you know, how he was going about doing things. Yeah. Uh, you know, he did fill out the appropriate forms and all that stuff uh, to yeah. establish his organization uh, and that kind of a thing. And so... I, mean, I purchased Bitcoin from trusted sources, but I don't... I'm very much against any sort of KYC. Right. So, you know, even... Even knowing that he was doing that, like I know Ian, right? But I was like, ah, eh, I don't. That's kind of not my thing. Like this, it's supposed to be anonymous. I don't want to know you. You don't need to know me, right? I don't want any way to trace this back to you, me, my wallet, your wallet. Like that's that's the pitch of Bitcoin up front, right? And then you know, there's other tokens or coins or whatever that'll do that, right? Now anyway, but the whole the whole KYC aspect of it is government nonsense. Why do you have to keep records in case the government wants to know? Right. Otherwise, who cares? Right. Right? I don't care where this Bitcoin is going. I don't care where it was before it got to me. Right. The only reason any of these sellers and traders or whatever have to keep records is fear of government interference in their transactions. Yep. And it's not supposed to be like that at all. Yeah. When you do a cash transaction, uh, does the person you're uh, transacting with uh, take down... Uh, you know, your driver's license number, your social security number, Hopefully your not. address, right? You know, all this kind of, no, you, you just have some cash and you hand it over yeah. and they make some change and then you go on about your day. Right. I've, I've done private, I've purchased privately firearms in New Hampshire okay. without filling out federal forms. Right. And even, even those right? they're like, well, we got to see some form of ID in case the government comes looking at me for something yeah. you did with the firearm. Yep. Mm. Right, and I'm like, well, fine, because I don't want to fill out the, you know, the, the, oh, what's the, I forget the number of the form already. Yeah. Whatever I it is. I, yeah. I looked at Nikki because Matt, uh, but yeah, I don't want to fill, I, I never, I want to acquire as many firearms as possible without filling out that form. Right. And I can do that here, yeah. uh, you know, legally. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I just, you know, I don't, I don't, I want it to be as faceless yeah. uh, and, and, uh, normal normal as possible yeah 
right? Yeah. Isn't it normal to just here's, be able to interact with people without forms? Here's five hundred dollars. Give me the pistol. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Easy. Oh, that's that's a transaction. Yeah. That's yeah. normal. Yeah. If we want to keep in touch, because you got more to sell me. Yeah. That's give a me a business reason. card. Something. You know. Yeah. I'll get a hold of you. Yeah. All right. We could talk more about Ross Ulbricht and Ian Freeman. Of course, if you're listening and you can attend tomorrow at 10 a.m. in Concord, New Hampshire, is uh, sentencing part two. Uh, let's get this one out of the way. We've got uh, Squidward calling from California. Squidward, you're on Free Talk Live. It's the one and only founder and developer of evolutionary capitalism. Your boy, Subjective Skeeter. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call on Fallon. So Subjective, no value skater. No value? Oh, the Subjective. No value. No value. Just uh, a lot of well, noise coming from this end of the phone. Well, it's not a, it's not for you to decide. But um, anyways, um, yesterday I uh, made the claim that uh, the drug war and uh, virtually all wars helps fiscally destroy the government. And uh, I want to address David's false misrepresentation that uh, the drug war is somehow profitable for the federal go- for any government. I think David's uh, knowledge it, and expertise handled you very well last night. No, he, he absolutely didn't. He he. It's funny how he restricted cost to the DEA. DEA. You got so mad so, you were uh, asking so, about cost so, accounting versus accrual accounting, as if that had yeah, any relevance. Yeah, to the you're, you're you're a dumb business major from Gonzaga. You should know, right? Yeah. So uh, David failed to give the full picture of the total revenue and expenditures of the drug war to government. Since the DEA is just a small part of the cost of the drug war to the federal government and might make up the large part of revenue generated by asset forfeiture. And that doesn't take into account the full cost of enforcement, prosecution, and incarceration associated with the drug war. From a study titled The Budgetary Effects of uh, Ending Drug Prohibition. Now Skeet is going to read to us again. Uh, yeah, no. don't, don't read to us. From the book of the Skeet. Yeah. Who cares? This, this is from, uh, I'm, I'm quoting from uh, The Budgetary Effects of Ending Drug Prohibition in 2018. From your boys at the Cato Institute. Skeeter, and your boy Jeffrey government Myers, doesn't right? care. Government doesn't care. Government has unlimited resources. Unlimited resources. They don't care how much it costs. They never have. Are you an MMT guy? I I, well, I I want to vote for an an MMT economist. Uh, uh, Modern monetary theory. I'm hoping one gets in the in the White House an economist. But so so Jeffrey Myron. Wait, wait, Skinner, you're going to vote? Who's, who's your candidate? A, pro- a proclaimed libertarian, PhD in economics from MIT, senior professor and director at Harvard Economics Department, research fellow for the National Bureau of Economic Research, blah, and vice blah, president for research. So all the these Cato credentials Institute, that you don't right? have, Skeeter. So in Let's this study, Myron concludes, at both federal and state levels, government budgets would benefit enormously from drug legalization policies. This report estimates that $47.9 billion is spent annually on drug prohibition. Yeah, yeah, I listened to That's System a of a Down too, Skeeter, That's and all research and successful drug policy you, shows... I'm not done. I'm not done either. All research and successful drug policy shows that treatment should be increased... Law enforcement decreased while abolishing mandatory minimum sentences. This is a quote. This is a lyric. And yes, I did put you back on hold uh, from System of a Down. Uh, And it's true. And this is the data that you are citing. 
Yes, all research and successful drug policy shows that treatment should be increased. From your boys at the Cato Institute. Law enforcement decreased while abolishing mandatory minimum sentences. Uh, there's there's a reason why states like Colorado and Washington were the leaders in, uh, I'm going to call it legalizing marijuana. Uh, what they did is they actually uh, turned around and uh, uh, they fascist uh, legalize marijuana because they uh, released it as a government mandated specific program. That is to say, I don't know, but that uh, is to say, I know, no, I I'll, I'll tell you because I know you don't know. I know. Tax I'll tell you. Was a big part right, of it. I'm putting you back on hold again. What else doesn't he know, Captain? I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, the reason that they did it, of course, was because they are trying to increase the amount of money they take in. The government is a sieve. It is a black hole. It likes to suck in as much money as it can from its tax base. A leech, a tick, a parasite. Right. And so the only way they could go about doing this successfully is by making sure they mandated exactly how each of these stores could look and feel and operate. Like they have control of the full thing. They have control Which is why of they the, all look the same. Right. They have control of the growers. They have control of the distributors. They have control of the retailers. And so this is why you haven't seen, and I've said this before, this is why you haven't seen in the United States a coffee shop that sells marijuana, which is the Amsterdam dream, right? Mm-hmm. All of the uh, all of the hippies and the weed heads and the normal people, NORML, right? National Organization for Reformation of Marijuana Laws, right? All these people dreamed of a day when in the United States of America, one could go to a coffee shop, order some coffee and a joint, just like they did in Amsterdam. And they were unable to do that because... The government wouldn't yeah, allow it. I mean, those, those small regulations don't matter. What matters is the, small the regulations. Generated. They tax them at more than thirty percent at every level. Let me talk now. No, so I don't think I will. The... Yeah. All that nonsense that, come from the skeet man. That, that, that silence is golden, isn't it? I, I think it. I'm going to hang up on him now. Okay, moving Bye. on. <laughs> so my brain does this wonderful thing. I think I inherited this from my father. Uh, I like to call it um, like selective hearing. So it's kind of a defense mechanism. So whenever someone like Skeeter calls, mm-hmm. my brain just turns off. Right. And I'm just like, my brain's just like, it's like you all know, the I'm like listening to like Toxic by System of a Down in my head instead. Right. And then you hang up on them. And then it's like, boop, 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 like windows, yep. you know, it's, it's turning the, on it noise. Resumes, right. yeah. It's the I'm adults like, okay. talking in peanuts. That's I. I wonder if that happens for the listeners too. If they're like when Skeeter calls in, if they're like, "Oh God," they're like, "All right, fast forward a couple of Man, minutes." Man, we we might have just explained uh, Mark's data set from earlier. <laughs> Skeeter, yeah, <laughs> solely responsible for the drop in downloads, and listens. Yeah. Too like, much of the Skeet Man. People are like, "Screw that guy! I'm not listening to that crap." I mean, we are Free Talk Live, so you know. Take uh, take a note as when when the when the listenership starts to drop off after after before or after a Skeeter call. <laughs> if we're uh, making the dates, you know, seem like uh, biblical style. There'd be like BS and AS. Yeah. Right? Was it BS before Skeeter or AS after Skeeter? Look at this. We had like so many listeners bef- BS. And as soon as <laughs> AS came around, it just dropped off like a cliff. Oh, man. Be entertaining. There's there's some advice for you. All right. Skeeter. 
You know, did we mention that you're identifying now as? A- oh, I mentioned at the beginning of the okay. show. Yeah. He yeah. didn't. He didn't bring it up. Okay, but he All also right. didn't say he's he's our favorite uh, evolutionary capitalist either. So he must know. No, he said that he was the founder of evolutionary capitalism. Yeah, that's today, fine. So. He's still our least favorite now. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Uh, we could talk more about Ross Ulbricht. We could talk more about Ian's sentencing tomorrow. Uh, we still have our number two story to get to, plus more. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Protection. Eleutheromania. The insatiable desire for freedom. Filibuster. Holy state. It's the new three-song heavy metal EP from Captain Kickass. Available now on your favorite music app or get it directly from CaptainKickass.com. Free Talk Live. the Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. Find out more about us at freetalklive.com. I'm told the website has been changed, updated. Has it? Yes. For the better, I hope. That's the idea. Okay. It's not always the case. I I mean, I don't, I I do the show, I don't frequent the site, so I haven't really been there. Let's get that merchandise tab working again. Yeah. Uh, I could use a Free Talk Live t-shirt, hoodie, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be great. Uh, In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. Ridgey Rich. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stop now. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) He does sound like a poor impersonation of... uh, A Batman. The Batman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Which one? Robert Patterson or Bruce? The one with the mask. Both. <laughs> right, yeah. That helps. The one with the, the the Batman that wears the mask. Not Batman, the villain. Uh I'm Batman. No, no. Oh, Bane? Bane, yes, okay. thank oh, you. Yeah. That's the guy. That's who he reminds me of. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was just Batman. Well, it's the Christian Bale Batman. Okay. All I right. mean, I guess no, Squidward doesn't remind me of Christian Bale Batman. Your imitation of Squidward reminds me of Christian right. Bale and Batman. Right, and I think I think he's trying to do his best Christian Bale he's Batman. He's like wish.com. Right. But Do Bane you, Bane didn't have a really deep voice in at least in the movie series. Uh, I, I guess it was just modulated, right? Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, do, I wonder too. Like, does Squidward sit around like, you know, in front of his mirror practicing? Probably. Yeah, Here's what I'm going to say on Free Talk Live tonight. Like, it, it's not that serious, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is an artist, especially so. on Sundays. But eh. uh, at any rate, we uh, we have to blame it on me again. <laughs> yeah, of course. We do have a number two story to get to. We've got some other stories, but first, let's do what we do here at Free Talk Live and go to some of your calls and thoughts. I believe this is Bad Slave calling from New Hampshire. Bad Slave, you're on Free Talk Live. You are correct. Thank you, Captain. It's on your mind. And Nikki uh, and uh, Ricky Rick. Close I, uh, <laughs> Ricky Rick. <laughs> Sorry. I, I want to uh, bring up I think this applies both to Ross Ulrich and um, Close enough. Ulbrich. 
That's all brick, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, Ian Freeman, uh, I think that both of these individuals have scared the living hell out of the powers that be. The, That's the Fed. That seems like a stretch, but carry on. Well, I, you know, the the fact is, is that that they are both promoting things that if these promotions are successful, uh, you know, that if no. if uh, we're able to truly get a, uh, you know, no. free drug access or, um, you know, no. uh, or crypto access. Uh, that, uh, you know, basically these guys, these guys would be just completely out of business and we're a long ways away from that. I know that. Yeah. That's, that's part of why I don't think like they're, if that's the case, they're trying to stem the tides way early on, right? Like putting, putting Ross Ulbricht in prison hasn't stopped the underground trade of narcotics online. Right, putting no, putting Ian Freeman in prison is not going to stop the trade of cryptocurrencies uh, online or or offline. Nor is it going to stop romance scams. Right, like but, in but in the, the grand scheme of things, it, it's such small potatoes. But it's small potatoes. But the fact is, is that that they're all, you know, these prosecutions. These judges and these law enforcement idiots out there are, are you know, they're they're yeah. believers in their stuff, and they don't want their stuff messed with. Yeah, oh, I I and get they, that, but take the case of Free Talk and, Live, and, and they've got to they they they've got to every take every opportunity to punish. They will take every opportunity to punish. But again, take the case of Free Talk Live, right? This this show has been the largest voice for the ideas of freedom and liberty for like two decades, right? Right. And the libertarian movement is still small and stagnant on a large scale, right? We, we can make a claim for New Hampshire where we get the best activists from across the country looking to move here. Yep. But any other place, right, it's still a nothing burger, right? The libertarians make no headway. They do nothing. They can't make any pro. And here, well, here know, the libertarians they're, they're, have to, like, usurp other parties to get in. And that's after right. two decades. So it's, it's not like Free well, Talk Live or Ian Freeman or Ross Ulbricht is going to convert a significant actually, percentage of the country to these ideas. It's just Actually, more like a me, signal letting people know that we exist and you don't you ought not feel alone where you're at. Right. We're past we're past three decades for me. Because okay. I moved in nineteen ninety one and I've been, you know, active at, at um, some level that whole time. But yeah. the but the fact and is, how, is how many hearts and minds have you converted with thirty years of activity though? Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, some, 
significant well, or insignificant? Like it would break it down into those two categories. Uh I I I can't I can't judge because I've been been talking this for for the whole time and 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 people on occasion uh, give me a decent listen. If you take but, away uh, the fact that I do this radio program and Beard Talk Live the podcast or live stream right. whatever you want to call it, if you take those away. I would say that I definitely have converted an insignificant number of people to the yeah. ideas of freedom. And I'm just saying that it's not that I haven't converted any, but like, you know, the handful of people that may have come around because they knew me and listened to what I was spouting off about, sure. you know, who went, hey, you know what? You're right about this. It, it's a it's a small number of people. Yeah, probably less than a hundred when there's over seven billion in the world. It's like mm. even the big ones, right? We mentioned Mises and Rothbard and all of like insignificant on the grand scale. Um, yeah. We only need somewhere in the range of uh, you know some thousands. Well, but we need them here, think. right? That's why but it's that's, it's a but, beacon to let those already on the path like have a direction think, to travel, right? What I think is the bigger effect that's been going on uh, this whole time is the uh, is the media. the The media is starting to, you know, pay attention, and we're we're getting a lot more, uh, you know, noticeable. No, we're not. The major media makes no mention uh, of the libertarians in New Hampshire. Or the Free no, State Project. That's that's not true. The New York Times did several articles on various free staters and happenings. Okay. And we I'm sure there were other, you know, major news sources no. as well. I mean, they're not talking about it like every single week, but they they're have. talking about other things on Fox News and CNN and MSNBC where right. everyone's going. That's what I'm thinking is the the bigger thing is that they are you know, they had the big Boston thing, you know, the... Uh, NBC Boston. Liberty lives in New Hampshire. The name That's that local. Right. Yeah. That was a local uh, Boston affiliate. Yeah. yeah, but it was... The most national attention the Free State Project has gotten were the Robin Hooders in Keene on the Colbert Report. Yeah. And they were made fun of and ridiculed. Boy, you, you're awful negative there, uh... You're welcome. <laughs> uh, factual. I mean, the, these aren't, I, you know, I, I mean, he's just illustrating the work that still needs to be well, done. Well, the particular facts that are negative or you can, you know, put up the good stuff. I mean, you show me the good you, stuff. You know, there's uh, all kinds of, of stuff going on that, uh, that makes a difference. All right, let's talk and about particu- it. Yeah, to, particularly to the to the uh, politicians. All right, let's talk about it. Pick one. I, you know, I, I'm seventy one years old. Try not to pick my memory here too much. <laughs> you got thirty years of experience. I'm sure there was one good thing that happened in thirty years. That's on the tip of your tongue, let's. If you want to talk about the good stuff, let's talk about the good stuff. They bring up the knives. All right, oh, you can carry cut a knife if you want in New Hampshire now. 
All right. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, right, yeah. I can already no, carry a gun. The laws that pass, the, the uh, uh, constitutional carry uh, is in effect. Is that? Uh, are you attributing that to liberty, libertarians and free state project members? Well, absolutely, because they're the they're the ones that are active in the in the general court. Then how do you explain it on like the seventeen or eighteen other states that have also moved to constitutional carry? Well, it's, it's all, not libertarians and free staters all together. It's, it's not all together. together. I, I mean, those are know, individual the, the, efforts in other states. You know, the people that are supporting that are are have a libertarian nature. Not necessarily. A lot of them are just right wing constitutionalist Second Amendment supporters. Yeah. And that's not a good. No, I'm just saying it has nothing to do with libertarianism and the Free State Project movement. Oh no, I. I you keep bringing up libertarianism, and it's a, it, to me, it, that's a small L, libertarianism. Okay. The, well, it's the, even worse if you party, want to talk about the big L. The party is not the big deal here. It has never been, and I don't know that it ever will be. Well, then we're definitely talking uh, about the small L. And I don't yeah, think it's libertarians that have gotten constitutional carry passed in 18, 19, 20-some-odd states. It's right-wing well, Second I, Amendment supporters, usually conservatives. Yeah, I that some of these people voted for it here in uh, in New Hampshire. I get it. Then what? Then explain the other eighteen states. And I, I'm that's numbers probably not correct, but it's in that range, right? No, like I a know. decade ago, I, there was one state with constitutional carry. And, now there's like two dozen, and it's not the libertarians yeah. doing it. Well, for me, I think that so, the, the the number one beacon is the NH exit platform, right? The the movement to secede. Okay. So what what does that what does that platform do, and how effective has it been? You know, country identify who you know claims to be you know voluntarist or uh, small L. I mean, we're talking a whole slew of different uh, political positions yeah, that are liberty. Something's funky okay. with your with your phone there, bad slave. Uh, uh, it's it's just weird. I don't know that we can overcome it. Uh, so uh, thank you for the call. We know. appreciate you. Um, yeah, uh, NH exit. Uh, you know, as a concept, uh, to me, uh, it's kind of like. It's kind of like prepping, right? Sure. Uh, disaster preparedness, right? That kind of a thing. However you want to look at it. Doomsday prepper, whatever you want to look at prepping. Like I look at NH exit as as a, a statewide prep. Okay. Right? They don't look at it that way, or at least they, I, I don't think they do, but I look at it that way because I think having the idea of seceding from the union uh, as sort of a, uh, you know, a, a get out of the S hits the fan card. Right. Right. Is the proper thing to do. If we have people already pushing to, you know, sort of declare our independence from the union. Sure. Right. As a state, 
uh, I think that will benefit us in the long run when uh, the federation of these states collapses because the dollar dies. Okay. But, um, but again, New Hampshire is not the only state. No, not at all. Who is pushing for some sort of secessionary right. movement. And they're not the first. And they're not the first. Right. And in those other states, it's not, it's pushed not by the libertarians, the libertarians right. leading the charge. Right. It is here. It but, is here. So fine. Yep. Here. But that's that's why we're we're the beacon, right, to get those people here right. to assist with that process. But everywhere else, it's insignificant and not a libertarian thing. Yep. You speak facts. Well said. All right. Uh, moving on. Let's talk about our number two story. The number two wow. story. Uh, this uh, from News 21 Channel KTVZ.com. Got enough random letters in, in there? In somewhere. <laughs> it's usually four. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where this particular channel is out of. But at any rate, the headline reads. Couple suing Disney World claims water slide caused painful wedgie. An atomic wedgie. <laughs> Comma, severe injury. <laughs> Finally, some good content. It did. <laughs> Wait, you didn't like the Ross Albright stuff? No, I liked that. It's just the painful freaking conversation with Bad Slave. Uh. It's like finally. Some, if only we could do this some, show without the cars, finally so some hard hitting, you know, <laughs> atomic wedgies. This is what I, you know, this is what I've been waiting this for. Is, this, this is, is why I come to the in. Sunday show. Yes. Uh, okay. Now, have you guys been to you know water? Parks? I've been to water parks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you have you gotten a wedgie? Like by not not um, like not like kids coming up and giving you the but like okay. you know from on sliding thing, on a thing that's supposed to be more moist than it is or whatever. Not that so. I recall. Okay. Yeah. I but I've been so, down. Actually. I've been down like the two hundred fifty foot straight down drop slide. Yep. Whoa. Right. Like that's good times. And I don't think I don't remember getting a wedgie. And you know, I remember not not a water park. Do you guys remember these? Um, they're just big slides. Okay. And, yeah, and yeah you like regular slide. You'd have to climb up a. You know, a, a ladder. A, a, no, but oh. like a you know a staircase that was you know bendy and whatever and wait in line and you know when you finally get to the top there's like I don't know eight or ten or twelve lanes if you will. Yeah. And Are you talking person. about like at the carnival with, with like the potato, the potato sack? sacks? Yes, yeah. exactly yeah. With, the, with the burlap sack. Because yeah. you got the wedgie off of one of these. The, well, no, okay. but that's what the sacks for. Right. So I didn't get a wedgie, but what happened is, and I don't know, I don't know how it happened, but somehow like somebody told me to like grip onto the to the burlap sack with your hands to keep it under your butt, but lean back, right, as yeah. you're going down the okay. hill, right? right. That's yeah. the advice I was given. It's my first time going down one of these Reduce things. the drag, sure. Yeah. Okay. And so what happened is, uh, as I'm going down, for whatever reason, like, the, the, the force of going down the slide wouldn't allow me to keep my head up, right? Because I'm leaning back. Okay. But, and I'm trying to look forward, but for whatever reason... Trying the, to tuck your chin? Yeah, I'm trying to tuck my chin, but it's not, it's not working, and so my head... As I'm going down the slide, bangs repeatedly <laughs> oh, off of no. the, 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 the bottom of the slide as I go down. So I hit my head, I don't know, six, eight times. Every bam, hump, bam, every bam. Hump. Going down, yeah. Going down Come on, the that's slide. what the helmet's for. 
And I was like, what the heck happened? And I told, uh, I don't know, it was my brother or a friend of mine, whoever I was there with. Um, they're like, what happened? And I'm like, I was told to do this. They're like, well, that's dumb. You should never do that. Like, now you tell me. It was a practical joke from a friend. I'm, I probably think, did it once I to try to like, go faster. I feel like I was set up. Uh, the next time, because once you go down the slide, the first thing you do is you grab that burlap sack and you run around to the beginning yeah. of the line and oh, get yeah. back in line, right? Because you're like, Especially. oh, I'll go again. Yeah. So the next time I went down Give face first, like two more tickets. I went down face first, like belly style. Okay, you know, and it was great. All right, I was like, oh, I'm Superman, catching some air in between the bumps. You got to make that the last ride because I think they frown upon that aspect of it, and you might not be able to. Yeah, I, get back in know, line after that. This is a long time ago too. Okay. Before they had, oh, yeah, these. before they had all the they boring rules. rules. All right. yeah. oh, boring. Yeah. It was a pure metal slide back then too. None of this oh, plastic yeah, garbage. I like. Know. Like, there wasn't even anything that resembled a lifeguard on this thing. You okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there is at parks now, but, like, back in yeah. the day, it was just like, did you, are you wearing the wrist thing? Yeah, okay, we'll go. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all it was. Guy at the bottom, guy at the top, nothing like that back then? All right. Uh, they had a guy taking tickets at yep. the bottom or checking your wristband or whatever, and then the guy at the top, like, handing out the burlap sacks if you, you know, didn't I mean, already have one. What's the worst that's going to happen? You smash your head and get a concussion? <laughs> You I mean, fall off the 40-foot slide. <laughs> Somebody gets stuck mid-slide. At that point, you're already dead. I mean, right. what are they going to do? All right. Take so, responsibility. Pay the insurance claim. A couple suing Disney World claims water slide caused painful wedgie and severe injury. As Don't wear a thong oh, on the water As if slide. a painful wedgie isn't a severe injury. Is I it? think that was, yeah. I, you know, okay. I, I don't know. Depends on the wedgie. I mean, atomic wedgie maybe, but... They don't say atomic. What's the difference between a wedgie and an atomic wedgie? Atomic wedgie is when you get the elastic behind the back and then over the over head. Over the head, right. Over the head makes it an atomic wedgie. Makes me uncomfortable just thinking about yeah. it. All right. How is that possible? Like, well, usually you usually break the elastic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, mean, I think that only happens in cartoons. I don't know um, if that's a real thing. Okay. I, I also Do you have think, experience with such things? Uh, not receiving. Okay. Okay. In order to perform the atomic wedgie appropriately, it does require a bit of practice. You know, you yeah. got some repetition in there to, to get it right. Otherwise, it just, you know, you do it wrong and then you get laughed at. Yeah. You know. Poor technique, I, you know. Yeah. yeah, poor technique. There, I'm sure you can find videos online of how to properly administer an atomic wedgie. It's pretty much just break the elastic and then get it over their head. All right. This from Lake Buena Vista, Florida. A couple is now suing Disney World after they say a water slide caused a painful wedgie and severe injury. Okay, now they've thrown the and in there in this bleeding. Red in the pool. Red in the pool. The lawsuit filed in Orange County on Wednesday. Wait, Florida has an Orange County too? Yeah. I mean, they're known for oranges. Yeah, right? I know, okay. but like, I just, you know, I always think of Orange County as California. Same here. Anyway, a uh, lawsuit filed on Wednesday is focused on a Typhoon Lagoon. Must be the name of I the, mean, who goes the there and, it, like, right. you don't expect to get a wedgie there? I mean, that's the first thing I think of. Like, I'm definitely getting a wedgie when I go to really? Typhoon. Typhoon? Okay. That sounds right. pretty pretty intense. <laughs> I mean, it's a lagoon, though. This has nothing to do with the slide. It's focused on Typhoon Lagoon and the 214-foot water slide there called Humunga Kawabunga. There you go. Yep. That sounds more like a wedgie inducer. It it does. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't read that and go, oh, I might get a wedgie, but I also take heed at the fact that it's 214 feet. You might. And called humunga kawabunga.
According to Disney, people plummet down a near-vertical five-story drop. Riders go without a raft or tube. We'll tell you more about our number two story here on the Sunday edition of Free Talk Live. More is on the way. So the protection of life, liberty, and property is, is what the Free State Project is all about. But it's an, it's an effort to move 20,000 people who understand. It's about demonstrating to the entire country. That, yeah, we can have a free market, a truly free market. Making it just a freer, great place to live. It's the world's largest voluntarist, libertarian community, and it's, it's only getting bigger. That's amazing, to be able to move to a place where other people like passionately believe in being free and independent. What the Free State Project is managing to do, though, is to put their money where their mouth is. Physically getting up across the country and saying, let's go someplace and let's demonstrate the power of these ideas. There's a lot of kind of philosophy that surrounds liberty. There's a lot of thinking about it and talking about it. But here in New Hampshire, people are doing it. 101 Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire, a documentary by Free State Project Early Movers. Watch it free at 101reasonsfilm.com. 101reasonsfilm.com. We are back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Back, back, forth, forth? Yes. Going to go back and forth? Back and forth? It's like uh, that band name Oscillator. I was going to book them uh, for one of our shows, but I was back and forth about it. Okay. (laughs) It is Free Talk Live. The telephone number in the studio, should you wish to join us, is 603-283-6160. I see there's... uh, couple calls on hold we'll get to you momentarily uh before we go on this hour of free talk live is brought to you by dash digital cash dash is the cryptocurrency designed for spending in addition to being one of the world's first cryptocurrencies dash was the first crypto project to have a decentralized autonomous organization that to this day continues to improve and promote dash that is one of the things i love about dash is that they're decentralized Every month, 10% of the mining reward goes into a treasury. Anyone with one Dash to spend can put forward a proposal to the Dash master nodes. The master nodes vet the proposals and decide which ones move forward and are funded by the treasury. Nowadays, DAOs are plentiful, but Dash paved the way by doing it first nearly a decade ago. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at dash.org. Thank you to the Dash DAO for sending us here at Free Talk Live 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit dash.org to learn more about Dash. That's dash.org. All right, let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. Uh, I believe this is Ricky from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's your boy. Ricky. Oh. Hey, Ricky, you there? Ricky? Ricky going once. I can't hear you. Is your phone muted or something? 
Ricky going twice. We can't hear. Hey, uh, try giving us a call back. Uh, let's go over to this unscreened caller. Uh, what's your name, please? You're live on the radio. Hello there. This is Paul. Hey, Paul. Where are you calling from? Richmond, Virginia. You're not north of Richmond, though. No, and we did the same line last time. I called you last month. You gave me some great libertarian books to read. Um, Kevin got a short range of jokes. Yeah, I I got dad jokes all day long. Yeah, me too. Um, Just want you to know how much I absolutely love your show. Um, I had two quick questions. I'm learning as I go, so bear with me. I've done these quizzes on on the web, like where do you stand or what party are you and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, And... And I always come on the border of either Libertarian or Constitution Party, and I've done some vague reading online, and it's like, well, I think the, the, one of the differences are Constitutionalists are a little more on the religious side. What, what's, the, what's the layman's term difference between a Libertarian and a Constitutionalist? Libertarian has no use for the Constitution. Oh, wonderful. Okay, great. Um, well, I guess that was easy. You're welcome. Um, and I like to keep yeah, it simple. And the, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was going to, um, I was going to ask you guys. Uh, I had never heard of the Free State Movement, and I looked online, and it is it just is a, a more New Hampshire isolated movement, or what is it really? It is absolutely a New Hampshire based movement. That's the state. Yeah. Right. So the state that that we're trying to free is New Hampshire. So uh, back in the day, a bunch of people got together and were like, hey, what if we tried to migrate a bunch of people to one area uh, that were all liberty minded and see if we could make a difference? It was a Ph.D. dissertation. Right. And so everybody went, yeah, that's a good idea. They had meetings about it, online stuff. You know, everybody joined in. They're like, okay, well, where are we going to go? And there is, you know, a bunch of people proposed different places and you know uh, gave arguments for the pros and cons of each of the different places and uh, this early group of people uh, decided that new hampshire was the right place based on a whole bunch of things uh new hampshire has uh you know uh, an international border to the north of the Canada. 101 reasons to move to new hampshire right there's a whole film about it uh it's got a port is it really wow yeah. yes uh, so, Free on YouTube. Yeah, yeah and, It's a hundred and one reasons. Yeah. yeah, to move to New Hampshire. I think it's one hundred one reasonsfilm.com, dot com. I yeah. believe, or just I'll Google it, it on YouTube. I'll check it out. Yeah. So some some of those reasons are outdated, and, and some years ago there was a proposal to update it, and I don't know whatever became of that. But it's still okay. That'll give you some history. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I lived in Nashville for five years. Um, my little town, uh, but I'm from Dallas originally, so I know that there's. Everyone always likes to throw cliches about Texas succeeding and all that good stuff. But uh, anyway, I'm going to look up that documentary, and I want to make sure I can figure out exactly where I stand in the parties because every time I answer these questions on the web, they, they always they always come back at me and be like, you're a constitutionalist. So, but so, I, go ahead, just, just real quick, I want to say something. I think, and you might disagree with this, so you know it's totally fine, mm-hmm. but in my opinion, mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't really matter what your label is. Right. Like I, I, I do think, think I, wow. okay. I do. I do think it's important to, you know, get your values down in like, you know, concretely like, you know, study whatever research decide what you believe in and, you know, make sure you mm-hmm. have good reasons for why you believe in that, you know, whether it's ethical, logical, whatever. Sure. Um, but for mm-hmm. me personally, like I 
I guess I classify myself as a lot of different things. Normally, it's either a libertarian or an anarchist or a voluntarist. Some, and I guess you know sometimes those words can be synonymous. Whatever, ANCAP, yeah. lots of different things. But at the end of the day, I don't really care about any of those labels. Well, and I agree. I don't always fit perfectly into those labels, and I would argue that about anyone. No one's going to fit perfectly into the label. And maybe I'm just not a big fan of labels in general, Um, but they can be very helpful. So, yeah, like it can be helpful to figure out what it is that you are and what it is that you believe in. Um, But you might find that there's a lot of overlap. Like you could could be both of those things, right? Um, Because there is some overlap there. Let me disagree with Nikki ever so slightly. Uh, Ian Freeman. No, I won't let you. Okay. Carry I'm just on. Kidding. Go ahead. Ian Freeman recently did an interview, um, and you can check out the Free Talk Live archives for it. And in the interview, the the idea of labels and these online quizzes came up, right? And what he what he said was, and I would what I would recommend or suggest that you might want to do is when he came up with anything other than pure libertarian, he declared that there was something wrong with his thinking that needed to be remedied. And so the areas where he was not pure libertarian on, he researched and found a way to get to the libertarian position. So if you're struggling, oh, if you're on really the borderline good. between pure libertarian and constitutionalist, right, what is it about the Constitution that you find so valuable that you need to hang on to? And can you find the libertarian perspective and come to terms with that and adopt that position instead? To me, like that's kind of oh, strange because... I'm not like just and I'm and I'm just again speaking about myself personally. I'm not trying to be anything, right? Like I'm not trying to be like the most libertarian person. Why not? Um because I don't care about that. I don't okay. care about being a libertarian really. Um I'm kind of just trying to find like within myself what is the most logical and what is the most ethical way. Like I'm trying to do a lot of like, you know, I'm going to get hippy dippy here, but like a lot of soul searching. Um, like looking yeah. within and kind of taking it to a spiritual level because that's how I like to do things um, and just like really figuring out what it is that I believe in and and why I believe in that. Um, yeah, so I, I just think it's kind of strange to like take a quiz and be like, oh, well, I'm not libertarian enough in this way. So now I kind of need yeah. to change myself to fit that mold. Yes. It's just not how I yes. like to live. Well, if, you're trying to be, if you're trying to be logically consistent and moral and ethical in line with not aggressing and harming others, and you find yourself deficient in an area that's not libertarian, it means in that area you're not being consistent and you're advocating for some sort of force against another party. Yeah, it might. And you should remedy that thinking. I don't know. I just don't think libertarianism is like the end all be all, like perfect. Right. You can moral and ethical consistency. You can be libertarian without subscribing to the label, and you can get there by being consistently principled. Then, then the label would fit. There are a lot of things that you could argue are consistently principled. Like, just to throw out an example, like certain areas of self-defense, like, okay, you could be like, yep, you're, you didn't violate the nap. Like that is technically, you know, you acted in self-defense, but I might not agree with that because I might still say no, in order to like, try to live, you know, my most authentic, peaceful life, I still wouldn't even necessarily defend myself in that case. You would still be libertarian for not aggressing though. Yeah, but, but, but my point is. Just because, like, you could you could value, like, so, 
that was a libertarian thing to do, but I still think it's unethical. But, but so your that's choice, where the disconnect, right? But so your so choice is me, not a non-libertarian thing to do. Exactly. But to me, the libertarian thing to do was wrong and it was unethical. But the li- so that you, means I don't like so that No, you're taking it too far. The libertarian thing doesn't doesn't the libertarian position doesn't declare that you must defend yourself against aggression. It just says that you must not aggress. Right. But if and, a libertarian person did something that and it was still like okay, that's not a violation of the nap, that's still like libertarian thinking. Then then it falls I could still the, disagree with that and be yes. like no, you were in the wrong even though you you followed all the libertarian oh. rules. But you, you were bo- you would both still question. be libertarians. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Paul. No, I apologize. I had a quick question. Um, the when you're trying to learn about politics and you're trying to learn about you know beliefs and values and things like that, sometimes you follow with YouTube. You can go and down to a rabbit hole of video, video, video. Oh, yeah. um, the, Stop before the you get the hopper. Yeah, or cats. The famous economist uh, Thomas Sowell. Do you guys subscribe to him? Anything that he believes, or not so much? Thomas oh, he's Sowell? great. Yeah, he's I, fantastic. Yeah, he's got okay. great quotes too, man. Yeah. Okay, good. I just want to make sure that some of the videos. You know, I mean, and he started as a communist. And, there's a there's a oh, documentary on Thomas Sowell that I think might be on YouTube or at least on the torrent sites. You might want to look into that too. Uh, the the interview that you said that Ian Freeman did, uh, who was it with, or is it on YouTube? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I know it's in the Free Talk Live uh, archive archive yeah, feed. Okay. Was and, it recently, like within the past couple of weeks? Uh, past month or two. Okay. Yeah, you should. And if you can't find it on the website, uh, you can check the SoundCloud page for Free Talk Live. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the last thing I'll say before I go, I took that the on the LP.org, the shortest political quiz, and I always, since it's only 10 questions, I always end up wide libertarian. But, uh, and I just saw that I'm on, I'm on the LP.org Discord uh, page and for like their national uh, party, and uh, they finally released like a, a store where you can get swag. I thought that was pretty cool too. Right. Huh, but nice. anyway. And, I, and so I'll if you want to, if you also, here's night. another recommendation. If you want to find yourself. Yeah. Like, if you want to find the path away from the Constitution, uh, look into the the writings and videos and audios of Mark Stevens and yeah, the Adventures yeah, in Liberal Land. Uh, uh, legal Adventure, Land. Legal Land. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look I'm gonna look up Ian Freeman and Mark Stevens. Mark, uh, Mark with the C. Before I go. Yeah. Okay, Mark with the C. Real quick question: How come? And this is gonna sound like a dumb question, so don't answer me like I'm an idiot. But how come? Uh, what is it about the Constitution? Uh, that the libertarians don't really appreciate is it the structure or, or uh, what? no it's just that it's a it's a failed thing right um lysander spooner uh, do you know the direct quote richie uh, uh the constitution has either uh authorized the government we have now or failed to prevent it right so oh, wow that's that's deep <laughs> right so factually speaking the constitution is just words written down on paper uh it can't it can't even be considered a contract uh, according to well, every human society definition, definition of, contract. of contract that exists, and even if it could be considered a contract, it would only be binding to those who signed it, not everybody else. And those who signed it did not even sign it as parties to the contract. They signed it. They signed it as witness to the contract. So there's no oh, wow. part. There's no signatories as parties to that governmental contract between nobody and nobody. Yeah, uh, Lysander Spooner, that's a name of a person, Lysander, L-Y-S-A-N-D-E-R, Spooner, like it sounds, uh, uh, wrote uh, The Constitution of No Authority. Yep. 
Uh, that might be a book uh, you want to check out at some point. Put it's it on your book. It's like an essay. It's well, not that long. okay, yeah. that's true. Uh, but you might want to check that out too for more on like you know what what the Constitution actually is and continue to call this show with questions that come up. Yeah, right. Because sure. we will happily, oh. well, at least I will happily, set you in the right yeah. direction. I felt so bad for you guys. That first caller, um, whatever his name is, um, he, there was like a minute. There was like a minute in between each word. Oh, oh no, that was that was, oh, uh, that was bad slave. Uh, bad, uh, you know, slave. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah, it. We can handle them too. <laughs> okay, so I'm writing these names down real quick before I let you go. Sanders Spooner, Ian Freeman, and then Mark with a C. What was Mark's last name? Stevens. Stevens. With a v. Yeah. Okay. The, the irony is that I just got a pocket uh, constitution from Dana Lash, compliments of Hillsdale College. That's ironic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it can be helpful because in our current political system, like we yeah. operate under yeah. the constitution, right? So it's like if you're trying to play their game and speak their language. Yeah. Pointing out when things are constitutional or unconstitutional can be helpful. So here's a fun thing that I do. Uh, I keep my, uh, well, I used to keep my registration and insurance in a pocket constitution. So when I got pulled over, I would just hand the whole thing to the cops. I like that. Oh, that reminds me. Yeah. That reminds me of those videos. I might steal that. Those videos Do it, please. Get Everybody steal it. And they just put the Constitution on their window or something. And, and I had one cop hand it back and say, like, I don't need this. And I go, I didn't think you did, but I thought it would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, well, we'll see about that. All right, guys. Hey, Paul, thanks for the call, man. Good luck. You know, and I think calls like that, Paul's, are so great because a lot of people like there's a lot to be learned from that and like a lot of people do have these questions yeah or maybe don't even know what questions to ask yeah. so i think stuff like that is super helpful yeah, that's indeed. the kind of calls that made this show fun yeah absolutely. let's uh let's go to more of your calls and thoughts we have jerome calling from south carolina jerome you're on Truck free talk Live. <laughs> we are the world we are the children. We are the worms. Let's stop living. Is that Whitney? Michael Jackson? No, it's uh, Live Aid. Oh, okay. From way back in the day, a whole bunch of Just superstars got together to raise some money for charity. So and I'm sure Michael wrote, Jackson and Whitney this. were both there. I, I, okay. Yes, they were. Yeah. And Oprah, and I mean, I don't even know who else. Like a, Bono. A whole bunch yeah. of, you know. The top musicians well, and, uh, in pop and rock music or whatever. Hey, Tom, Queen. Thomas Sowell was there too, right? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's not likely. <laughs> what do you have against Thomas, Thomas Sowell? Thomas Sowell's the biggest jerk. Hey, he's hey, that's Rush Limbaugh's uh, adopted black child, right? Thomas Sowell. You know, he oh, started yeah. as a there's communist. A, there's, a guy, there's a guy that's a Republican. Listen to him talk. Thomas yeah. Sowell started hey. as a communist who got a government job yeah. and then realized what a mess the system was and corrected his and thinking. He's still a car- yeah, and now now he's a racist. He, he hates, he's a racist. Jerome just he's called black a black dude a racist. This is great. Hey, he's racist because he's black and he hates black people. So he's still a racist. He yeah. hates himself? He doesn't oh, even hate black Thomas people. Why does he hate oh, black no. people? He does. This is the first time hearing of this. No, he doesn't. He, he just recognizes black. that the corrupt government system is detrimental yeah, to the uh, the progress of the black community. That sounds like the opposite yeah. of racism. Yeah. Right. That but sounds like he's trying hey, to like lift yeah. up people. Right. But you can't say that in the era of Black Lives Matter, where they're hey, looking for ask, government ask, handouts to better ask, their community. Ask, yeah. Hey, ask Thomas all the questions. Ask him. 
how is it the same country that gives us the constitution? Yeah, next time I'm hanging out with him, he, you know, he comes over for cards on Fridays. Well, you know, I'll yeah. I would love to hang out with Thomas. I for, would actually he too. He comes but. over for cake. He comes over for cake and tea. <laughs> There, I, I, I will. There's an open invitation to Thomas Sowell. Whenever you want to come over for tea, like I'm open yeah. to, I will. I will clear my calendar for a conversation with Thomas Sowell. Oh, he was good buddies with Rush Limbaugh. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember. Him. I don't care about Rush Limbaugh. I, I've never heard that. We can go have tea at Rush's grave. Then. How do you care. know that he was good buddies with Rush Limbaugh? Because Rush Limbaugh always bragged about him. That's why. Uh, a lot of conservatives brag about. Oh, Thomas Sowell. It's like they're bragging about, oh, Tim. He says a bunch of really great stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Tell me something he said that wasn't great. I don't listen to him. I don't listen. Hey, the first time he said it. You listen to Rush Limbaugh, obviously. If Rush Limbaugh brags about you, you're a bum. You you listen to Rush Limbaugh, Limbaugh, obviously. So why not Not listen to Thomas Sowell? Not for much. Not for much. Not for much. He steps he out of my, line of the black narrative yeah. propagated Rush, by the Rush left. Was, All right, so what Rush were you really calling to cry about today, Jerome? Wait, why, why would I call? I'm crying, man. I'm just bringing up stuff I, I talk about. Why am I crying? I, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Why do you call crying? I'm not allowed to have an opinion. Because Dallas lost. I guess maybe huh? complaining. Is, is complaining a better word? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you do call this show to air your complaints, yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, do you want some cheese to go with that wine, Jerome? <laughs> hey. That actually hey, sounds delightful. What, what time does the trial start tomorrow? You're Ten a.m. What time does the fraud trial start tomorrow? Ten a.m. How much money is Leticia James going to get back for uh, for the American people? Because he. He I, don't know, know I guess for a guy that graduates from who, business school, who? He, he doesn't know how to estimate the value of his property, huh? Who are you talking about? Donald, Donald John Trump. Choo-choo. Who's Letitia? Trump <laughs> <Trump-tree. laughs> Hey, uh, Jerome, you may have noticed <laughs> yeah. that here on the Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live, we don't really care about Donald yeah, J. I, Trump or Joe yeah, Biden or Hillary Did he Clinton go to jail or yet, anybody right? else. Was that the can next you, thing we were waiting be, for? Can you be in jail? Can you be in jail and be president at the same time? We're gonna oh, find I out. He's gonna win. Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein yeah, could no be kidding. dead and still cast a vote. So you figure that one out. Hey, if El Chapo can run the mafia from behind bars, so can Donald Trump. Hey, you leave, you leave Miss Feinstein alone. All right. Don't Why? Don't, She's don't a witch. Speak Ill of the dead. Of the dead man. She don't, was a don't witch. Speak, never speak ill of the dead. Why? No, what happens no, if you do? No, I just did. What's going to happen? The wicked You're gonna witch die. of the West no, no, is dead. Hail, no, no, hail, the witch is dead. The wicked witch is no, dead, is dead. No, that's not nice, man. That's not nice. No. Hey, if she was a nice person, on, we wouldn't be speaking ill. Yeah, I would have said it to her face. lifetime politician. She a hell of a lot nicer than Trump. I know that. Doubt it. Doubt. Hashtag doubt it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Can you be in jail and be president? We we're gonna to again. We're gonna out. find out. Already answered that. Trump's gonna win. He's gonna oh. be in jail. It's gonna be like El Chapo running the mafia from inside the prison bars. No, he ain't gonna be president. I know you're gonna vote for him, but he's not gonna be president. Wow. You don't know squat. Yeah, I'm not you, even registered. You, I will never be registered. <laughs> you know two things: diddly and squat. That actually, um, I and think poo. just that comment really proved that Jerome does not listen to this show at he all pays and no just like attention. calls in. Hey. 
Hey, Donald Trump is going to be pa- Donald Trump is going to have uh, Donald Trump Jr. do all the stuff on the outside. Right, he's just going to pass him the note through the yeah. prison bars and the lawyers. <laughs> and DJ Two is going to be like handling business <laughs> out in the field. DJ Donald John DJ T. Yeah, whatever. Junior. Hey, yeah, hey, we'll just call him Junior. I, I, I found a I found a song for Trump that uh, that they should play when he goes to like testify on trial. Like like Kanye theme music, like WWE style? You ever hear that Kanye West song, Touch the Sky? Yeah, it's a good song, actually. Yeah, I like that. I, I will play that every time they say, well, Trump's getting ready to test, but I'll just play that. Because they're not going to play it in court like they should, but I'll play it. Fun times at Jerome's ready. house. That's right. Party on. Party on, guys. All right, thanks for the call, Jerome. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. He's party on, Wayne. Party yeah. on, girl. Okay, yeah. oh, I'll party on. Excellent. Wait, no, it is October. That's Bill and Ted. It is. Not, yeah, it is October. It is October. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was conflating Bill and Ted with uh, 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 Wayne's World. Wayne's and Garth. Wayne's yeah, yeah, Wayne and Garth. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. It's party time. Excellent. Yeah. They're it's not the time. wild stallions. They're not the wild stallions. <laughs> Although it would be, it would have been fun to have like the wild stallions appear on an episode of Wayne's World's like you know basement broadcast. You, you know what I did learn the other day? Okay, so it's too late now, mm-hmm. but apparently when the last Bill and Ted movie came out, like yeah. the third one, yeah, they had for sale a life-sized replica of the phone booth that yeah. worked via Bluetooth. Oh, nice. But it's like 8000 bucks, and it's yeah. probably all, but it's too late now. But that would have been cool. It would have been cool. It's true. Just answer your phone, answer your cell phone in the in the, in the the Bill and Ted phone booth. Uh, circling back to this story about, well, our number two story. The number two story. Uh, it looks like we'll have to wait to find out more about what happened to... This couple who's suing Disney World, claiming their water slide caused them a painful wedgie. What happens when you go down the Bunga Kawabunga water slide? Our number three is coming up, and we'll continue talking about our number two story, plus more of your calls and thoughts. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Back out a little longer than you did. Back. 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 <laughs> it is Free Talk Live. We're a live radio calling program where you can take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever is on your mind. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich, Uh, the originator and founder of evolutionary capitalism. So if you have any questions on that subject, feel free to call in anytime I'm on, and we can talk about how I founded that philosophy and all the preceding documents to support it. You're my favorite founder of evolutionary capitalism. capitalism. Yeah, Yeah, evolutionary capitalism. Thank you. As opposed to anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Any Uh, subsequent claims to the contrary? We have been uh, trying to get to this story about somebody suing Disney World because they got a 
painful wedgie. Oh, uh, me meandering down a water slide. I don't know if you meander down that water slide. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what did I say, 214 feet uh, just about vertical? 200, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, uh, I don't know. The complaint said riders can reach speeds approaching 40 miles per hour. Oh, that's awesome. And before they go down the slide, they are told to cross their legs at the ankles. Yep. Hmm. Is that so you don't get the rush of water up the crotch? Well, if, because of the force, like your legs will naturally separate yeah. and right. then you'll be banged, like you banged your head on yeah. the other slide. You'll be banging your head oh, down yeah, the. Yeah, I was head banging. Yes. Yeah. The, origi- the originator of the slide head bang. <laughs> That's right. But you got you to gotta like cross your legs and cross your arms to keep mm. your limbs from flailing about yeah. and to keep, you know, the, the. I thought it was just so that you had a point, you know, of your body that hits the water for like when you're diving. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. teach you to, you know, put your hands together and dive and your hands, you know, sort of separate the water first to make room for your body as you dive. I thought that that was why they said that. So. No. All right. Uh, at any rate, she, uh, went down the slide and near the end, her body lifted up. She became airborne and she was slammed downward against the slide, which increased the likelihood of her legs becoming uncrossed. The document said that, that, uh, her impact into the standing water at the bottom caused a painful wedgie and immediate bleeding. Told you. Oh, gosh. That sounds like she might have had a pre-existing condition. The lawsuit said an ambulance took... Was that time of the month and she's trying to get something off of Disney? Or something else. Uh, The lawsuit said an ambulance took the wife to a hospital, and she was eventually taken to another hospital for a specialist. It continued on... A specialist? To say that she suffered severe and permanent bodily injury to her private area and damage to her internal organs. Honestly, I doubt it. Um, but you know, you think I they know. gave you think the specialist like gave her the husband stitch when he was done? Maybe. Okay. All right. Let's go to uh, some of your calls and thoughts. Let's go to me, Rob. Hey, Rob, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, so I was uh, talking to my one of my Judeo Christian brothers about ten minutes ago on the telephone. And he was telling me that tomorrow uh, the 3G network shut down. Okay. I'm not sure what that means. I guess they're gonna everything's all gonna shut down. All your phones and only if you're still on the 3G, man, or whatever. What what do they mean by that? It it the 3G network runs off of different towers, and they're gonna turn off that signal. Everyone's phone is not gonna shut down if your phone is relatively new so probably i think isn't there 5g now yeah there's 4g 4G and 5g 5G. right so they're going to turn off 3g they're going to turn off 3g it's a different technology it's a different signal and there's not enough consumer support to keep it active right it's a it's a different rate of speed at which data is transferred to and from your phone that's yeah like the the basis of it the g just stands for generation like it has nothing to do with the actual technology yeah so, okay. yeah, near as uh, we can tell, this is just, you know, I don't know, like, uh, you know, cable came around and you saw a bunch of over-the-air stations sort of, you know, go offline. Well, it's it's more akin to when the HD switchover happened. Yes. Right? There was no, like, tomorrow you're going to have to have that HD antenna because SD is done. We're right. not going to support that anymore. If your phone is still 3G, yeah. if you're using an ancient device yeah. that hasn't been upgraded in, you know, a decade... 
uh, you might have some troubles. Otherwise, yeah. everybody else is probably fine. Like at, at one point in time, for internet service, I had Clearwire. Are you familiar with this thing? I am, was, yeah. And it was WiMAX. Yep. Right. And they just went, okay, we're just shutting it down. There's not a, we the business has failed. Yep. WiMAX is not the superior technology anymore. Uh, tomorrow or when you know a month out, your modem's just going to not work. Right. Figure figure it out. We're moving. You know, Sprint's buying some assets. Yep. You can go talk to them, and then it was just done. I hadn't thought about WiMAX in a long time. Yeah, but same thing. Sprint was on WiMAX, right? For for a while, Verizon yeah. all was on. Was it CD CDDM or CDMA? CDMA. Yeah. yeah. And they stopped that. That got turned off. Right. So this this is just that again as the technology has progressed. Rob. Well, I'm just going to just shut my phone off for a couple of hours. You know, before that goes on. That's completely unnecessary. But you do you, bro. Yep. Anything else on your mind today? No, no. I'm. I saw some of you folks earlier today, and 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 uh, I've been thinking about Ian for quite a while now, and you know, and he's such an amazing person, you know, and he he has a way to be able to, uh, you know, to get to people and and. and I mean, I can't thank him, you know, so much for the things that he's, you know, done for me, him and Mac, you know, and a lot of it's just, you know, listening to me and, and getting advice from them. And, you know, and I'm just, I'm wishing him the best for tomorrow. I really am. Yeah, me too, man. I, I know he appreciates it. And so do we. Thanks for the call, man. Have a good night. Uh all right, so moving right along, let's go to do. Do we have Ricky now? No doubt, there, brother, Captain. Right. I'm, I'm getting a little bit of an echo. Do you have something on in the background? Let me try this. Hold on. All right. Do, do, on. Do, 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 See, that's why you need the soundboard. Yep. Holding. Please hold. Do, do. Hold on. Corporate accounts payable. Nina speaking. How's Just that? a moment. Is that better? Check one, two. Is, yep, we're good. Is that better? What's on your mind? Oh, thank you there, brother captain. Brother Richie. Sister so, Nikki, good evening. Good evening. Is that sister or sister? Sister. Okay. Twisted sister, sister. Nikki. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Now, you know, I like to have fun on a Sunday, but this is personal in the sense that this ain't one of those nights, unfortunately. Now, uh, you know, I think, well, hey, oh. Richie, don't be a jackass. Have you I, met him? I don't know any other way, man. <laughs> Continue. I know you don't, but bear with me. Now, concerning Brother Freeman and Brother Albrecht, you know, myself, I, I ran into a situation uh, towards the end of the, you know, end of the first quarter of 18 uh, where somebody wanted to put me away for 20 years. Now, I lost two years of my life and uh, beat him in the end. Now, reason why this happened, Ricky from the Commonwealth, don't run for office. It's five years later I haven't learned yet. You know, that that's first off. Now, what do these people fear? Now, they don't fear that piece of cloth. They 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 don't fear the Dixie crash. They don't fear the clan when they really retired it. But what they do fear is when someone, for the reasons... That Ricky from the Commonwealth wears it, runs for office. That's the first off. Now, running for office with a clan hood and a 
Stars and bars no, cape is probably no, not a good no, way to no, get elected. No, no, no. I'm not a Klansman. I believe we're all brothers and sisters, regardless of color or creed. <laughs> I wear the battle flag for the reasons it's intended. I'm looking to blow it away. And the previous caller that looks at the U.S. Constitution should think about that. Now, there is another point to this. Now, last week, uh, I made a call, and I talked to you. Now, there was a call came in after mine. Uh, first of all, this person unknown, has no name, has no location, says hi. And uh, after that makes the comment that uh, Ricky from the Commonwealth, Commonwealth, he says he's not from Pennsylvania. Well, I'll tell you very much, that is definitely obviously not true. And that's number one. Uh, my ancestors go back to 1650. Uh, from Germany, and they were split between Pennsylvania and the rural mm. parts of South Carolina. Yeah. Okay, so okay, that's number one. The number two. What's the point? Well, here's the point I'd also like to make. Now, there was one other comment. This is important. This individual made the comment that uh, that the word Commonwealth is outdated. Now, I'd say that man's a status. Now, by doing that, I will tell you right now, he not only insulted me, but every Pennsylvanian. Now, there's a man. I saw on MSNBC News in May. Mm-hmm. Now, he was on for 10 minutes. Now, he used the word Commonwealth nine times in different ways. Oh, my God. Now, now I recommend Nine that. different ways? That, A word with nine, nine definitions? Ways, yeah. All kinds of different ways. Now, I recommend that that unknown caller call this man. He can dial 717-787-2500. And you can tell him that the word Commonwealth is outdated because that man's a good example of a Pennsylvanian. How does his Ricky from the Commonwealth Gov- define Commonwealth? His name is Governor G- Josh Shapiro, by the way. How do I define Commonwealth? Well, that's very simple. Uh, when it comes to Commonwealth uh, in, in Pennsylvania, that refers to the people and the land. Now, also, not only myself, but Elected officials are also members of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, bound to our Constitution. So all members, all human bodies existing in Pennsylvania have claimed to ownership over the land uh, commonly referred to as Pennsylvania. Well, uh, we take land very seriously here. I say we have a little more clout than other places in the country. But when it refers to the people in the land... You know, like we have in our Constitution under Article 1, we're guaranteed fresh air and clean water. That's part of that. Now, when I say people in the land, see, people are members of the Commonwealth. The land, that's part of the Commonwealth, just like the people are. That doesn't mean we share the land. Now, I will say here in Pennsylvania, we're actually more fortunate than others when it comes to uh, property rights. You know, we have, uh, you know... How does, you know, when it I've could, got a I've got a question. How does the Commonwealth sure. uh, follow through on their guarantee for fresh air and fresh water? Uh, I'll tell you what, we've been doing pretty good. I mean, they're very they're very tight when it comes to uh, they don't screw around. I mean, if you litter, I mean, they're going to hit you hard. I mean, people they, they they are very careful. Who are they about people? Uh, I'm talking people who do their jobs. I'm talking it could be anywhere from oh, a, it okay. could be anywhere. It could be anywhere from a sheriff, could be from a cop, could be a lot of people. No statists. Uh, you know, because when it comes down to, I mean, I'll give you an example. When I was on Skype, I remember uh, there was a girl. I can't mention her name because it's kind of foul sounding. 
But she said she was in Bradford County. Now, I like Bradford County. When I'm on my Commonwealth tour, I'm going to go there. She said, you know, there were some of the Bubba boys chasing her in a, uh, in a pickup truck. Well, she had a milkshake, and she threw it at them. And, uh, her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Brings well, all to the Commonwealth. Is, oh, to the Commonwealth, sorry, yes. Yeah, what happened is, is she said, uh, what sucked about this is, uh, you know, somebody, uh, a cop. So, so in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, you can expect vigilante justice for littering. Well, what happened is, no, what happened is uh, the cop came. I mean, it might even been a sheriff. And he said to her, he made her go back and find that milkshake. Okay. That's all he said, you know, and, and she got a fine. Okay. You know, now my answer is they have been very diligent as best as possible, including, you know, as far as building on land. And Was she a member of the Commonwealth? Huh? Was she a member of the Commonwealth? No. No. Okay. No, she was visiting. She didn't understand. Okay. I told her, honestly, I would have done the same thing to her if I would have been in this position. They're very careful, and they have been. And I'll tell you what, I've been around PA. You know, and, and some of the citified areas are, are getting a little worse, but I know on my mountain the water's real good. In most places it is, you know, and, and the land's not polluted here. Would, you know? would a I member mean, of the Commonwealth face the similar justice if they were caught littering? Absolutely. Okay. They wouldn't do it. Well, they have too much respect for the land here. Well, okay. That's a tenuous claim. Right. Hey, Ricky, thanks for the call, man. Uh, 603-283-6160. Let's go over here to, uh, should be Dana in Michigan. Dana, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. Um, I just called, I called to thank you that, um, um, I'm not saying it just happened tonight. You've been doing this right along, especially on Sunday nights. Um, and sometimes on Saturday too, you have Captain and, um, um, what did I do? Oh my God, Peakless. Peakless. Well, uh, you guys, I want to thank all three of you tonight for pushing back on Jerome. Um, you know, J- Jerome is um, uh, identical to a scooter in this respect. Um, both of them are, um, they, they just waste time. And, um, but whereas Scooter is irritating, he just irritates people. Um, just, he just drones on and on and on. He's that guy at the party that, you know, maybe, maybe didn't drink or anything. And he just wants to get into these deep discussions and they're not really intellectual. It's their pseudo intellectualism. And it's just, it's beyond the pale. Then Jerome. Jerome is stupid. Now, I'm calling him stupid. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a reason. There's reasoning. We're listening. Back in the day, maybe 20 years ago, most people suffered from, um, they just were ignorant. And I don't mean that in a cutting manner like people use it today, like you're an ignorant fool or something like that. But ignorant means not knowing. Back in the day, and I, I would say about 20 years ago, people were ignorant. But because of the internet, and I understand Google suppresses things, or not only suppresses it, puts it way in the back, but sometimes won't even let it on. And so to the social media platforms, I'm because Biden, we, we all know what happened in Missouri v. Biden. So anyway, that being during COVID. So that being said, I'm not talking about that. But if you can get to sources, um, even whether it's like the Ross 
Russ Albrecht thing, you know, to use the dark web. And I'm not saying for nefarious things. I'm saying yeah. just for good sourcing. Um, anybody that doesn't come loaded on your radio station or any radio station is just stupid. There is no excuse for laziness. That man cut down one of the most brilliant minds and true intellectuals. You know, I, I'm going to say something personal about Jerome. First of all, he has a terrible voice on the radio. He either has constant phlegm or he eats potatoes when he calls in because something's always rattling in his throat and it's just gross to listen to him. But when he says things about a man who he couldn't even hold a candle to, Thomas Sowell is such an intellectual, and especially because he came from, like Richie Rich um, and you, Captain, said, that he came from one extreme and realized how dirty the government was. If you listen to this man, he is soft-spoken, and just like uh, Richard, what's his name, Richard Davis Hanson, they're soft-spoken, and they're just so deep. These are true intellectuals. And then Nikki, when she tried to question him on things, and Richie and you did, Captain, he's just all blah, 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 and he just goes on, and he's the kind of guy you just want to smack and go to jail for assault and battery. Wow. You know, <laughs> someone needs to just, just, and I know we're not supposed to aggress, but I, I think I would do time just to do that, because He's calling this man a racist. First of all, you can be black and be racist. You cannot like maybe Indians or white people. And when I say Indians, I mean from India. You cannot like Native Americans or Hispanics. So if people use the term racism in the correct, um, you know, the, um, used it correctly, anybody can be a racist. It just means you're, you're elevating your race higher than someone else or demeaning theirs lower than than yours it's you know both so anyway that being said mm -hmm. he is not a racist he said that rush was buddy buddy with him rush admired him and whether you agreed with rush or not rush was brilliant in his own right um they people just might disagree i couldn't and Obama. I, I hated a man I didn't even know. And I'm telling you personal stuff. And I told him before, I never talk about myself. I don't want to talk about my personal. I yeah. want to argue based on facts. But um, you are well, doing a lot of attacking other people right now. Just no, I'm not introspecting. I'm making a point. Okay. And I'm defending what you guys did. So just listen. If you call up and say, look, just, I don't just, like him because I don't agree with his policies or I didn't like when Bush um, did Part D for prescriptions and had no way of funding it or went in instead of going after Osama, he got us into two other wars. I can say that and I am a conservative. But I can say that it's a factual statement. That's what pissed most people off. But when somebody calls up and says he's a racist, he hates black people, and he this and he that, Jerome is stupid. Jerome sits alone just like Scooter, and I'm thinking that they can maybe buy a girl together and get a two-for-one. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Dana, thank they you so much for the call. We appreciate and, you. <laughs>
They would need a million bucks. Uh, yeah. My advice to her is to not take it so seriously. Jerome calls in all the time. It's the same thing. You just, you have to expect less from not, people and you'll well, be less disappointed. I'm not saying she's wrong, but uh, Jerome she's is, probably not wrong. is entertaining. Yeah, I think he, I, I have a soft spot for Jerome. I think he is much more tolerable and has a better personality than um, Scooter. Like Jerome, I can kind of understand him. I'm like, yeah, okay. whatever. Like you're wrong. But like he doesn't seem like a bad guy. I mean, Scooter just seems like a bad person. Again, honestly, she, she's not wrong. But under her own prescription, right? She she should call in and discuss the points that they made and refute those, right? As opposed to the personal attacks. Yeah. Uh, just uh, real quick, a couple of Thomas Sowell quotes. Uh, I have never understood why it is greed to want to keep the money you have earned. But it is not greed to want to take somebody else's money. And when you want to help people, you tell them the truth. When you want to help yourself, you tell them what they want to hear. 603-283-6160. More of your calls and more Free Talk Live. The final segment of this Sunday Night Edition is coming up. You hung on longer this time, Captain. Uh, yeah, you sure did. Yeah. Oh, did you really feel it in your diaphragm? I'm starting to get lightheaded waiting for you to press the button. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well done. Uh, it is Free Talk Live. Uh, we've got a couple calls on hold. We'll get to those in a moment. If you want to try and get through, it's 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's me, Captain. It's me, Nikki. And Richie Rich. Uh, before we go on, I have to say thank you to Jack. Uh, Glantzberg. Jack is a silver level amplifier. What does that mean? What does it mean to be an amplifier? No, he does not create loud music. Uh, he went, Well, he might. Well, he might. He went to amps.freetalklive.com, amps.freetalklive.com. Because he likes this show. He likes the hosts, the co-hosts, the callers, the cast of characters we have, the perspective that we bring of liberty, freedom, uh, peace, prosperity. Uh, those are the perspectives we try to get across. He enjoys all that and decided he wanted to contribute to help get this radio program on more radio stations. That's what a majority of the AMPS program goes to. It stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support, AMPS. So it's a handy little acronym. But uh, he's given us 5 bucks a month. Thank you, Jack Glatzberg. We appreciate you. If you want to become... An amplifier. Visit amps.freetalklive.com. Uh, we only ask for five bucks a month. You can give more. It's a Patreon type setup, so you can, you know, uh, there's some little benefits that you get if you want to give more. You get, you know, more benefits, that kind of a thing. But you shouldn't contribute for the benefits. You should contribute because you enjoy the show and want to help spread the message of liberty, and you feel that this is a valuable way to do it. So thank you, Jack Glantzberg. One of these days, we're going to read Jerome's name, and we're going to know we finally made a difference. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jerome. 
Uh, we want to thank Jerome in South Carolina. Someone's, now someone's going to um, like fa- like <laughs> spoof it. Sign up. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's what. That's what I was trying to say. So uh, there, you know, everybody Anybody get that five bucks, man. Oh yeah. Everybody listening should be well aware that tomorrow, that's uh, Monday, October second, is. Uh, sentencing hearing part two in the Ian Freeman Crypto 6 trial, whatever that means. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow. Uh, but one of the other Crypto 6 folks is in prison, Aria, mm-hmm. also a host here on Free Talk Live. And uh, you wanted to say something, Nikki. Yeah, so uh, Aria's still in jail. It's not fair. She shouldn't be there. We all know that, but uh, she is, and it sucks. And it really cheers her up when people are able to write to her, um, even if it's anything at all. You know, she she says like her top top things that make her day is obviously like in person visits, and then receiving mail is like the next thing that she really really enjoys and can kind of brighten her day. So if you have any time at all, you can find the information on ariademezzo.com. That's a-R-I-A-D-I-M-E-Z-Z-O dot com. Um, all the information to send her mail is on there. Um, also, donating money can be really helpful so she can get stuff from the commissary. Um, so if you could do that, that would be you know excellent as well. But, um, but it, you don't even have to donate money. The biggest thing is writing her letters. Anything at all. It doesn't have to be like some sp- serious thing. Send a postcard um, with a little postcard, note. Postcard. Yep. What at print out a picture of like you and her if you have any pictures together, a picture of her dog, anything at all. She'd be thrilled to hear from literally anybody, whether you know her personally or not. Um, and you can find all of that information to be able to send her uh, mail on her website. Send her memes. So. Yeah, send her memes. <laughs> send print memes. Out, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. anything. So, something that she can't get. Cheer her up. Yeah. Cheer our friend up. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to more of your calls and thoughts. Uh, we have this caller. I'm sorry, what's your name? You're live on the radio. Hey, Talk. Uh, oh, hey, Talk. How you doing? Hey, good. I'm, I hope y'all are doing well. As this, uh, Hey, uh, quick question. Are you using uh, Bitcoin in the federal prison? Uh, what was the question? Bad joke. Uh, yeah, joke. I, I actually don't know the answer to that though. Like, was, I didn't catch the full question. Guy, are they using Bitcoin in the federal prisons? Oh, not in the United States federal prisons. But if you listen to last week's show, there was what the Venezuelan prisons where they were mining that stuff. That's true. So, wow, wow. Uh, did you know that uh, sixty Minutes had had uh, a deal on the, a guy named Lewis who wrote a book on Bankman Fried, the FTX, okay, scandal. I'm not aware of it, but go on. Pretty good. It was a pretty good program tonight. It was a pretty good program. It was interesting. Summarize it for us because neither of us are going to watch it, likely. Oh, some curiosities about the oddities. I I suppose the guy's certainly a genius, and he's very quirky and uh, certainly needed business business training. (laughs) Just a total, uh, uh, just a total faux pas of everything everything about it and it's amazing that they had eight billion dollars in okay. in the out uh, the the other organization the the financial organization and the fdx had transferred this eight billion of, of other people's money to this almeda i think it was yeah and, yep and they and he wasn't aware of, of that that was actually other people oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh i run this I, thing but exactly. i didn't know yeah I, I i don't know if i'd ever classify him as a genius pseudo genius perhaps well connected might be smart 
Right. Well, on the way. the on only thing way. he did is he like he figured out how Ponzi schemes worked and then applied it to cryptocurrency and presented himself as an expert on this new thing that yeah. has never existed before, right? But was clearly a Ponzi scheme if you had any understanding on what that was and then helped the Democrat Party uh, launder that money through aid to Ukraine. Yeah, you, you want to talk to smart people in the crypto space, go look up uh, Andreas Santanopoulos, go look up uh, Vitalik Buterin, uh, just a couple off the top of my head. But I called, I called, I was really calling about a curiosity that I had. I, I'm suspicious about the government. I said to the to the host caller, uh, the, the guy who received my call, I said that, that the government has probably lied to us and were the most egregious lie is probably one that I'm not aware of that people that Americans are not aware of. But my curiosity was was uh, to get your opinion, uh, Nikki, and, and everybody uh, as to what uh, you might want to think about this. Uh, get back with me later. But I was curious what your uh, what's your memory or what your thought as to the most egregious lie that the government has told the That's American people. hard. Most egregious. Um, that government is necessary? <laughs> Off oh. the top of my head. I don't think they go around actually saying that. Like, I can't tell you that, like, uh, I've ever read anything where, you know, the government has printed a thing. or Don't worry, Tonto, you can keep your uh, land. That's like, well. I, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was kind of directing my thoughts toward uh, maybe uh, lately of uh, recent the, the uh the uh, pandemic or the the, yeah. the, uh, the propagandemic. Uh, and the like even, you know, getting more broad on that. I mean, there's tons of medications and pesticides and all sorts of crap that are approved by the FDA, the USDA that are all toxic. They know they're toxic. They're giving people cancer. They're giving people all sorts of diseases. They're feeding it to children. Um, and I would say that that's egregious. Absolutely. You know, I don't know if it's the, the most, but I mean, that's you know, you definitely. Go Pentagon, you go back to the Pentagon Papers and uh, you think about you think about had the, the generals and the and the Pentagon people not lied. To, you know, we we wouldn't have ever really been uh, helping France, uh, you know, pervert the history uh, and the, the advancement of uh, the Vietnam uh, people. Vietnamese. Yeah, the second thought that popped into my head would be like Gulf of Tonkin. Oh, right. I, I was thinking again, the Native Americans right here, Pocahontas. These blankets will keep you warm. Yeah, I, and that was early on, right? Way early on. That's like the first thing they did, pretty much. And then, the, of course, the debate on the dark side of the moon. I really want to know about that one. Oh, that's the Nazis. Has nothing to do with America. <laughs> Haven't you seen Isn't that? that movie? Uh, oh. Yeah. Like, aren't those synonymous? Haven't you seen the movie? Yeah, there's a movie where they're, yeah, they're, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah okay. I forget the name of it. But there's a Me sequel. Too, yeah, there, and I haven't like. Okay. I wasn't that enthused with the first one. It was okay. It Iron was, Sky. Iron Sky. Yeah, okay. that's what it was. But like, I wasn't that enthused with the first one that I was going to watch the sequel. All right. Yeah. Anyway, I suppose I suppose Sarah is probably waiting. Let a uh, comment for Sarah. The 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 main argument against communism, Sarah, is this. The best argument is, is to expose all the things about freedom that we love, that we want, that we desire, that anybody with half a brain, with any common sense, wants in their life, in the life of their children, their friends, their family, everybody. So basically, you know, you don't want to debate the, the negatives of communism, although there are many. What you want to do is sell 
freedom. Fair. All right. Hey, thanks for the call, Talk. We appreciate you. Call, I like doing both. Call us again another time. Uh, let's go over here to Major Pine in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Been a long time since I've smelled freedom. Um, I'm, I'm, I want to say this before I get into any roles here. Um, all of our prayers have been, been with Ian the whole time here, and they're coming up once again. So I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah. Um, oh, as far as uh, Skeeter and uh, Jerome go, have you given any more thought to bringing back, bringing up the uh, the Minuteman Award? What is that? Oh, I've heard of this, but no, what is that? He proposed this. I can't remember what it is. Tell us again, Major. The, the, the caller most worthy of getting dumped in sixty seconds or less. <laughs> yeah. I and tonight's say, winner is. I mean, is there really say any other winner? Yeah, there's. I He's mean, always I the worst. Like you what? I, I said I think I'd do it like monthly. You don't want to do it like annually because that's too big. Hmm. But every you know, once a month, the calls are still in people's heads and whatnot. Yeah, you should but not anyway, let those guys live rent free in your head for a month. Oh no, 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 no! It's just when I hear them, it's like Nikki said. You know, you got to have that. Uh, off switch like when you got a whole house full of kids you don't hear them crying right you only yeah. hear one of them screaming one of my favorite know? things is listening to other episodes of free talk live and have them complain about me <laughs> <laughs> which they do that darn richie wretch on yeah. sundays i just can't get over it yeah you're like ha 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 still thinking about me That's on exactly. wednesday i live yeah. rent free in this yes. oh i heard peter bitching about the captain the other night to Ian. yeah was see kind of- Kind of humorous, yeah. Um, because you, anyway, you know, you uh, know, he's he he's like you remember Millhouse from The Simpsons? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, that's Nelson. No, that's Nelson. Oh. Millhouse well, is a nerd. I don't know. The okay, fun, continue. The funniest line I ever heard out of him was, "Well, my mom says I'm cool." <laughs> you yep. know, and that's Skeeter. He's still living in his mother's basement, probably bouncing. I don't know if his mother loves him. Ooh. Uh, somebody's got to give him peanut butter sandwiches. I don't know. but And as far as Jerome goes, I told him to quit eating the paint chips probably seven years ago, but I can't do nothing about that. That's the chips he's eating that gets him all phlegmy? I don't oh, know. Yeah, she's really he, bent out of shape about that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, some people yeah. can't control their voice. right? Like I, if, you have you a, if you have a throat injury or something that you just naturally have that raspiness to it, yeah, right, I don't. Like that's not a good what? reason to attack. I, and I'll say I don't think Jerome's voice really upsets me or bothers me. Okay. I I couldn't yeah. really agree with anything she said in regards to that. Although now that you mention it, I'm thinking that um, uh, Squidward's uh, his talking voice like this. He reminds me now more more so than than Christian Bale's Batman. But um, what uh, Marge Simpson's? Uh, oh, uh, the sisters? sisters. Yeah, the okay. um, sisters. Thelma yeah. and Thelma and whatever because they smoke a lot and so yeah. they they yeah. sound Patty. like this. Patty, yeah, yeah. thank you. Patty, yeah. that's yeah. that's who he sounds more like. Okay, and and the only reason we make fun of that is because we know he's affecting a vocal cadence. Well, it's yeah. fake, to, yeah. to fake the call. It's and, fake because right? he does it deeper every week. And I and I said this last week or the week before, whatever. If we went back like five weeks to when he first started calling, his voice would be an entire different octave. Right. So and we, he loses his his deep breath. Yeah, when he as, starts as soon to, as he gets upset and starts talking really fast. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, but it's faker. 
Right. Low T, so, beta. So we, so we make fun of that because he's trying to be something other than what he is. Yeah. And Jerome, that's just his voice. I'm like, you know, we, we can attack the arguments all day and we'll attack Skeeter's arguments, but I'll just do it in the Skeeter voice. Yeah. Well, put it I in mean, you place. can be wrong about stuff. Like, it's okay if people call in and they disagree with us. Like, yeah. that's fine. Totally yeah. fine. A better argument would be a little bit better. You know, that's a, a critique I have of Jerome. Like, if he had something, you know, something to give us, like... Some material or like examples of why we were wrong, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but as far as his character goes and his personality, I yeah. mean, like, I think that's fine, you know? Yeah. It's Skeeter's like, just like an all around jerk. Well, and, and because he's not entertaining, we can, you know, we can only, you know, do so much, right? Yeah. Like, Jerome's kind of funny. I, I like, I like that somebody is calling, you know, we're, and I'm talking about Scooter at this point, uh, you know, and like we're all growing and learning as a result. Like he has, you know, he he thinks he knows what libertarian libertarianism is and wants to discount it and discredit it with you know his research and facts and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, you know he's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and you know we've been sort of spoon feeding him how wrong he is because we're not yeah. going to spend a whole three hours with that guy on this radio show. That would just be boring. So. Yeah, we have to temper yeah. uh, the personality of the callers with the interest of the show, which first and foremost is to entertain and then educate mm-hmm. and then you know. I'm not even everything sure else. he knows what capitalism is, but I didn't. Call no, that's why he changed it to to. Uh, um, have, I called in uh, last week. I think I was bouncing it off of Ian. We were talking about back in the helicopter parents yep. and how they were going to job interviews and whatnot. They've taken it one step beyond reality in South Korea. There are teachers that are committing suicide because they're being harassed by these parents who are getting like a note from them saying, your child's misbehaving in school and, you know, and these people just go bonkers on them because they've, over in all the Oriental societies, they value education highly. Oh, yeah. And South Korea is a very competitive country. I mean, these people are getting cosmetic surgery up the yin-yang. Their eyebrows. Oh, I saw that. Korea, you know. Was it, the, and, was it South Korea uh, or China? That one, one group was going to the other country to get cosmetic surgery and then was unable to get back into their home country because they no longer matched their passport photos. Oh, oh really? No. Yeah. I'm just glad they're not doing the foot binding anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Didn't they used to do that? I uh, think that was the Japanese. And maybe no, I think that was the Chinese. Chinese. Yeah, the Chinese, Chinese foot binding. The royals or like all the rich people would do that, and they'd like break their feet in half. Oh my gosh, it was awful. It's like ugh. Didn't they do that with the uh, uh, what is it? The the chicks put them around their waist and tie yeah, them like the tight. waist binding uh, or whatever, yeah, waist training. I don't there's know a what word they call for the corset. Cor- is it corset? Yeah, it is yeah. corset. Thank you. That's the word. I was Those are kind of hot. I mean, they can be, but like yeah, on the right person, wholly uncomfortable. Sure. Throughout the world, I mean, in Africa, I don't they care about genital, comfort. <laughs> in the Muslim world, they did genital mutilation. I mean, how, that's uh, hell. In the Christian world, they still do that. Yeah, so, I mean, we do that in know, America. What yeah. Mean? Yeah, circumcision. So there you go. But the foot binding was again. It was it was a uh, a sign of wealth. Yeah, right. it was aesthetic. It's like I don't have to. I know I. I don't, I don't need, need my feet. I've, yeah, I don't need to walk. I'm, yeah. I'm rich. Yeah. Same reason why. Again, I'm like don't want to grow food in my yard. I just want the grass because it's it's a. It's I wonder. I wonder if it wasn't people from running away. You What's want, that? What major? I said I always wondered if it wasn't to keep them from running away. Yeah, it might be. Either way, 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like the ones binding the feet were the ones in the kitchen doing any of the work, right? You had unbound servants for that if you were if your feet were bound. You got nowhere to go. Yeah, and wouldn't go? that like? I mean, no pun intended, but wouldn't that like take you off your feet for a little while? Like the, the oh, binding yeah. process. Yeah, exactly. Right? They wouldn't be able to work. You know. Well, it, it again. It's not like they took a normal foot and started to bind it. They started it young, so the foot grew. Right. Yeah, they like yeah. literally break it. They like snap it in half, and then they bind, and then they right. bind it. If you I if mean, you see an X ray, not like an X ray, but if you see a picture of the actual foot, yeah. It but is it, wild. But it's like not, their toes are on the bottom. It's but crazy. it's not necessarily it's having been broken. It's that they, okay. So in in American culture, right, most people wear shoes, mm-hmm. yeah. and most shoes are too narrow for people's feet. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And the American foot grows to fit the American shoe, mm-hmm. whereas it should be wide and flat, and you know, to to give you more coverage on the ground and better balance. Yeah. yeah. So we have our own type of foot binding. It's not as extreme as the Chinese version. But if you but no, yeah, you're right. But if you stick your foot in a shoe from a very young age, your foot yeah. naturally curves to well, that dimensions. And that's why, like most toddlers, when you put them in shoes and try to get them to walk, they look kind of like when you put shoes on a dog and they're like yeah. trying to shake them it's off unnatural. and they're walking all awkward. Yeah. It's unnatural. You ought and not do that. Yeah, you either need to put them with shoes with really thin soles, wide, wide shoes, or just let them be barefoot. Let them be barefoot. The the yeah. foot will callous. Yeah. Right. If you if you run barefoot long enough. You will get some hard calluses yeah. on your foot. That's natural protection that's against the elements. That's basically a shoe, just like the hobbits, you know? There you go. Major? Well, but we bind the it. The sled dogs, they give them a, a leather shoe because they, they have to, because they're going to cut their damn feet on the ice on the trail. But what they do is they cut a hole in the tip so his toenail can get out and he can get traction. Okay. And then he still feels he's got some control. Kind of like fingerless gloves. On well, horseshoes, you know, same thing. They they do it for the horse's protection. Horseshoes? Yeah. Horses, horses. You put shoes on your horse? Don't don't most cowboys? Horse. Oh, I bind those horseshoes so they can't get away. Yes. Major, right. I've run out of stuff. Major. Okay. Uh, well, we'll I throw it back to you. Never, Save us. We we never quite finished the Korean parent craziness. I mean, these guys are uh, they're they're literally threatening the teachers so bad. That they're committing suicide. Who's threatening them? The parents. students? No, the parents. The parents. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah, crazy parents. What do you mean my kid's failing math? My kids can't fail math. You must be a poor teacher. And then you got 30 of these telling you the same thing because you got five different classes and a couple, three crazy parents in each class. I mean, if you got yeah, 30 parents telling you you suck at teaching you. math, you probably suck at teaching well, math. Well, no, I've, I've heard this before, but I heard it from somebody who disagrees with, or at least at the time, I don't know if they still do, but at the time disagrees with my perspective that government's unnecessary uh, and particularly public schools, you know, need to be abolished. Uh, you know, all all the agencies do, but like, uh, you know, public schools is where it starts, right? So we'll get rid of that. I think that's the best place to start. Uh, so he went ahead and he ran for some local thing and he ended up getting put in charge of like a million dollar budget for like some school board or something like that. And so he was like, check out what I'm doing. I'm being, you know, and all bragging about himself or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to find out. <laughs> and then sure enough, man, within like three months or something, the next time I seen the guy, he was like, oh, my God, you have no idea how difficult it is having to listen to every single parent mm-hmm. and their very specific desires and specific needs that we just can't do. 
we can only cover you know the kids generally we can't we can't be that specific it's right? not designed to be and, specific and i'm like ah oh, sounds like you're making my arguments for me pal right so he he ended up inside the system in charge of a school budget and was driven bonkers bonkers by the parents the, the the schools the current school system is not to like enhance the individual it's to conform the individual to fit the collective right and so if you're a good parent and go like why isn't my child getting special treatment well be the good parent and get them out of there right yeah special give treatment them, comes from home yeah give them special treatment yeah. actually teach your kids or educate i, I know peakless mentioned this in like beer talk live or whatever yeah education is better than teaching what is the difference uh education education uh like the root educo or whatever Mm -hmm. means to draw from within okay so you help you help the student like learn by drawing the intellect out of them on their own teaching is just projecting forcing it onto them and making them repeat whatever yeah you learn something new every day major oh there was an old greek and that was socrates socrates his way of teaching he would uh, he would question the students. Yeah. And then once they all got their questions spit out, then they'd banner about the truth of it all. And uh, yeah. so he made them think for a living. Yep. And Keep asking questions, and you either get to a contradiction or the truth. I mean, 30% of the kids now that graduate can't even read. Yeah, one in five was the last that, that I – of graduates – so this doesn't count the people who dropped out or didn't graduate or whatever, right? This counts the only the people who graduated. And thanks for the call, Major. We appreciate you. Uh, one in five children are functionally illiterate when they graduate high school. Tells you a little bit something about the system. Anyway, we're out of time. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Richie Rich. Thank you to all of our callers. And, of course, most importantly, our listeners. We appreciate you. If you missed any part of the program, find the archives over at freetalklive.com. Thanks and peace. If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the Realtor Mark Warden. Now you can learn more about the awesome things happening here in New Hampshire in our march toward liberty in our lifetime. Our friends at Porcupine Real Estate are hosting a series of webinars to educate you on the expanded freedoms enjoyed by New Hampshire citizens. Reserve your seat today at move.freetalklive.com. Topics include gun freedom, medical freedom, and political freedom victories. They also have a couple on best practices for moving to the free state and finding housing. These webinars are super helpful and free to attend once you've registered at move.freetalklive.com. Visit their YouTube channel, Porcupine Real Estate, for videos from past presentations and sign up for upcoming webinars for free at move.freetalklive.com. Porcupineralestate.com